Jones show. Hey. Live and direct. Uh-huh. From the uh catering creative uh side K-fave. of K <laughs> I, I mix I mix them up every week. It don't K-fave matter. K Kitchen of the Creative Team and Quincy Jones. We're here live. We good? are. That's and lot, hey, that's a lot of K's and C's. Watch yourself though. It is uh <laughs> it, it is a uh over hundred degrees out. Yeah. You may be hearing a uh, use of an appliance in the background that is a fan, because if not, we will melt uh, in this very episode. So I heard it's because we dropped those fire freestyles last week, but I digress. I, I mean, <laughs> accompanied by some cool videos. Anyways, um, we'll talk more on that later, but mm-hmm. I think we got our hands filled right now. We have the oh, yeah. uh, roundtable of... Uh, wrestling news. Yes, from pro wrestling, and it's heavy, man. It's, it's heavy, dog. I'm not going to lie. And it's heavy in more than one way, meaning that we have uh, quite uh, a stack of news to get through, but also there's some heavy stuff, man. Um I, 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 I was trying to figure out which way I should go first, but I think it's it's worth uh, getting to this first. Crazy times, man. Mm. Crazy times. And it seems like there's a theme where I don't know what the heck's in the water out there right now. But uh, man arrested on kidnapping charges at the home of WWE superstar Sonya Deville. Yeah. Um, I, This is the report, man. It's a South Carolina man uh, arrested early Sunday attempting to kidnap a Lutz homeowner. He had never met but stalked on social media for years. Years, yeah. Uh, investigators did not identify the victim, but the home was <laughs> – that's the thing that got me. It was like they, they didn't identify who it was, but the homeowner was Dario Baronado, 26, who performs for WWE under the name Sonya Deville and stars in the cable show reality series Total Divas. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so you just revealed the, the victim. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so copycats um, just, you know, walk on by, right? You know what I mean? But, but, like, but look, you know, it is nothing to laugh at. Um, it, it's, you know, they say dude, Philip Thomas is the guy, 24 years old, began planning the abduction eight months ago, according yeah, to the sheriff's office. Yeah, I read office. that, man. Uh, it, it, I don't know. It's, I mean, it says he parked his car around midnight mm-hmm. uh, at Idlewild Church off uh, – Dale Mabry Highway and Van Dyke Road. I mean, we wouldn't know that, that. That's inconsequential as far as that kind of information. We're not from the area, yeah. but um, said he walked to the home backyard. Uh, correct. I, I don't. It says he cut a hole in the patio screen. Yeah. So what? I so heard, maybe yeah. it was a back a backyard patio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard possible. he he sat in there for three hours waiting for the for nighttime. It's cut a, that yeah. in the meantime, and that yeah, that's how he was able to get inside the uh, house and. Heard Sonia heard or saw, I guess, heard the commotion, looked outside the window and demanded who he was, what he wanted. I don't think she recognized the guy. But no, they said that they never met. Yeah. It's just a, you know, a social media thing. And I'm sure. And her- then she realized he wasn't there to rob her. And apparently to her, in her words, she she thinks he thought they ran upstairs. Well, see, now I'm reading a saying that I guess he slid through a sliding glass door after getting cutting that, that mm-hmm. patio door, yeah. and it activated the alarm. So that's, that's why, what it is. So that's okay. how she was alerted about mm-hmm. him. You know, she got intruder. a notification. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Okay. Um. Yeah, so he looked out the window, spotted him on a property, fled with a guest in a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they called 911. Uh, he was still in the house when, when deputies arrived. He said... 
carrying a knife, yep. plastic zip ties, yep. duct tape, mm-hmm. mace, and other items that told deputies he was planning to take the homeowner hostage. Yeah, and I heard it was other quote unquote personal items. So yeah. that's kind of scary because I don't. I think that's the nicest way you could put something without, like that. Yeah. yeah, without putting someone on blasty blast. But yeah, that's that's scary, man. It's um. I heard that he had been in her DMs with like like has tons of unanswered messages. Apparently, yeah. he told police that he only wanted to hold her until he answered every single one of his questions. But then also would say stuff like, "Oh, you're the only one for me," and it's just like, "Hey, I mean, you do know she's in the LGBT community, though, right? Like, there's not a, a chance for you, bro. B, I you mean, know? holding a knife doesn't really." Make it seem like all you want is your answer, no. your questions answered at all, at all. Duct no. tape, zip ties, eight at months all. of planning that. You know what all. I mean? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. hell, you could have paid one hundred and twenty-five dollars for a two-minute yeah. <laughs> session <laughs> this weekend if you really wanted to save some money on the duct tape and all this other bullshit. Yeah. Like, I, I, I will mean, say this though: I did hear who the guest was. Yeah, which I think is you know, and everyone knows their friends outside of wrestling and. Obviously, because they got really close during their time on Tough Enough, it ended up being Mandy Rose. But I just think with SummerSlam, you just can't miss. You, was it? You'll never see it coming. <laughs> like, I mean, why are we? Like I told you off mic, why are we doing hacksaw Jim Duggan Iron Sheik mistakes with the, with the modern day with the he- <laughs> You know what I mean? But you're right. It seems yeah. like there's something in the water, my friend. Yeah, I mean, because this is the thing. I I I, I got another uh, story here that's kind of disturbing as well. I don't have a whole lot of details on it, but. I had gotten uh, a tweet that, you know, got my attention from Big Swole Mm -hmm. that said, in all caps, stop sending mail to our houses. That is a clear invasion of privacy. And it it was just like, I was like, that was kind of a random. So I was like kind of digging to see if she was going to, you know, pretty much elaborate. Yeah, elaborate. But um, she said that she got sent mail to her house as opposed to like, you know, you know, like through, a P.O. box yeah, or a fan yeah, mail. Yeah, like like yeah. the fact that like you, you think about it, why would someone know your personal – I mean, because that's the thing. It's one thing if it's like your voter you know, voter registration, so your information's out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Certain information that you sign up for, your information's out there. So I get it. But it's obvious when you're getting mail and it's like wrestling related. Yeah. And it's like, dude, why do you know where I live? Like, yeah, you know that, I mean? that, yeah, that that's a little scary. Well, it was interesting enough because uh, you know who else commented on it was a uh, Camille Brickhouse, obviously, who's uh, you know uh, famous with NWA. Style. Uh, yeah, she Brickhouse. Um, <laughs> Brick. Well, she a Bram house. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I see you, Bram. Nah, you, man. You went up. Okay. Nah. <laughs> uh, but uh, she she replies saying, "I got sent mail to where I work out and was so confused and scared to even open it." Wow, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. That's a little too accessible. To which you know, Big Swole said, "Yo, see, that's some stalker shit." I changed gyms or at least my routine uh, asap a bit, mm-hmm. and it's just, I, I, dude, like, what is going on with this? With the the, the personal space being. Totally violated, ignored, disrespected, invaded. I I, I think it's just, man, it's this quarantine, man. You got too many folks at home with nothing to do except collect a check that was, like, way bigger than what they were making before. Some of those who were getting it. You know what I mean? I just think there's a lot of free time and idle hands, and that's never a good thing, you know what I mean, depending on what the devil got on schedule that that week, you know what I mean? So I mean, I hate to be the bearer of bad uh, segues, but Mm -hmm. you said uh, (laughs) idle hands and – 
<laughs> what 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 say you I'm about bet. this Velveteen Dream thing, man? Because this this is the latest, and I know you have some stuff to add, um, which I think uh, yeah. I mean, you may even want to bring that up first because I think I may have some more current information regarding this. Obviously, it was quite a surprise. Uh, WWE decided to bring him back uh, last week's episode of NXT. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, and, I mean, and ever since, you know, there's been quite the chatter. Yeah, I mean, it's offset a lot of, I would say, journalism uh, reaction. Uh, a lot of reaction within the IWC. It's it's mainstream uh, right now. Everybody, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's definitely crossed over. I mean, I told you on on air or off air before we got on. Like, I literally saw a very long headline. It was like, why WWE's decision to you know our disgraceful decision to bring back Velveteen is the most disgraceful. You know, it was like a long thing just to really pencil in how bad this makes the company look. And it does. I mean, we talked about... people are covering it. Well, that, and I mean, we talked about last week that it was weird. You know who runs WWE, and you know who they rub shoulders with in terms of the company they keep, et cetera, dot, dot, dot. We didn't want to connect the dots there. But <laughs> it, it, it is worth saying that shortly after, Triple H did kind of break the silence uh, earlier this week, and he said the reason why he was off television was not because of the investigation, was because of the car accident we heard that he, he got in. And that supposedly that they, you know, they did look into it and they claimed that they didn't find anything that was serious enough. And after that, one of the major accusers on Twitter had even said, you know, like that moment basically when, you know, the, you feel like you can't do anything. Because he, he said, you know, I, I, I was waiting for a phone call to be contacted. He was never contacted uh, as, to be involved or to be asked questions about Disposed any kind to, of to, active yeah, yeah. investigation to his knowledge, you yeah. know. But following up on that, you know, because that right there, this the, you know, Triple H saying they found nothing well, see, like, really rocked uh, that whole, you know. Well, I mean, it already put ripples in the water with the first thing, and it really just made like a huge, ra- you know, rapid, basically. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just bad. I mean, it, him to say, because I, I know it's probably like, we didn't find nothing. Oh, you didn't find nothing? No, we didn't find nothing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It, like it comes off like that scene from like Pineapple Express with, exactly. with Red mm-hmm. and Dale Dedden is like uh uh-uh. uh 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 it's we it, didn't find nothing exactly it does you know what I'm saying and, and it's just like that's why it's like uh, it's uh, this is too clean this is too matter of factly this it was is... too like clean yeah like you said too too good it, it was in because a, with a bow on top and I it think was we like, would have rather seen a public uh, covering of it to let us know that hey we are looking into this but I mean yeah I don't I don't know or some ownership from dream like I've made I, I admit I have some questionable converse or something like because I don't the know what to one, believe at I mean, all but yeah, yeah he, when he, it he starts stacking about, yeah, yeah but then it then, then the one came in with the, about the little girl and then another yeah. boy is like and then all this grooming situation, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, I don't know. But this is what Triple H did say during the uh, NXT TakeOver media call. Um, and this is courtesy of Fightful. Uh, quote, we take all of these things very seriously. Allegations or misconduct of any nature, we take very seriously. I'll stand by what I said with CBS. We looked into it, didn't find anything there in the matter of what we were looking for, and we moved on. It doesn't change the fact that we take it seriously, and if there's something there, we'll look into it. And this goes across the board for anybody but even then that still sounds very simple it just sounds like hey i'm reiterating what our the comment i gave by doubling down on it i mean one could say there's evidence in you know some validity in what he's saying with the you know the fact that they there's still uh you know the 
the jury's out still out on on guys like Jordan Devlin, who's kind of still we we don't know what's up with him. Mm-hmm. But you know they did let go of Jack guys like Jack Gallagher, and yep. uh, there was another gentleman that they got rid of also. Oh, from uh, what's his name, the Kiwi Buzzsaw. Um, uh, yeah, I can't I can't remember his name. Yeah. Off the top, yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I heard Laguero was let go. Too. Yeah, Laguero as well. You know what I mean? So, but then again, I I, I did hear that there was more of a prominent and um, what's the word? Uh, a more f- foot forward approach from like the the authorities in the UK to try to investigate these things actively. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. And again, you know, that's public. They're making it public. They're doing that. We haven't really, again, you know, had that on this side. So it, it gets sticky with that stuff. Uh, but I mean, one thing that's definitely affecting is the fact that there is a trending number one uh, hashtag fire Velveteen dream. As a result of this, yeah. not only that, you know, you were talking about headlines. Deadspin had an equally, you know, long headline talking about WWE allows, you know, alleged child predator to waltz right back in. And it's like, man, this is so people, this is Deadspin. So people can click on this and read this. And, oh, and yeah. the thing is that they're documenting everything. I, I, I went through it and they have the screenshots of the tweets the time, and everything. They, they the got time, a timeline down. Yeah, they, they have pretty much everything we've all seen up to, up until this you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to say real quick, here's one of the tweets I did find from one of the accusers. It says, quote, it's a really shitty feeling that I feel like I can't say the things I want to about everything because of fear over my wrestling career. That shouldn't be OK. I'm not sure if I'll keep rambling about it, but I just want to say above anything, I never chose to speak out because of myself. It was completely over the kids he sexually harassed and the fact that the Internet tried to turn them into the bad people. Be sorry for them, not me. And uh, he added some other stuff, but he does say myself nor anyone else involved were contacted by anybody to my knowledge. So, you know, why wouldn't it be? I mean, I I know why they should be. Mm -hmm. It makes sense to do a thorough investigation because we take these things seriously. Yeah, because then you rule it out and boom. Yeah, I mean, these are the people that are the complainants. These are the the victims. I mean, these are the people who are the, 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 uh, the ones alleging. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, you know, so again, you know, because of the fact that there seems to be still open allegations or maybe not, I don't know, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. uh, on Velveteen, it, it prompted this, this, uh, these stories, it's prompting this mainstream coverage, it's prompting this, this hashtag, and even to the fact that his Wikipedia was hacked, you know what I mean? And dude, like, oh, really? Dude, I mean, oh. and this is the thing, this is what's crazy, it's his birthday, he just turned 25 just yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's a young dude. Yeah, he literally just, so I don't know if this was done because it was his birthday or what, uh, but it says, he is uh, Patrick Clark Jr., born August 19, 1995, is an American sex offender, currently signed to Child Touchers of oh. America, where he performs under the ring name R. Kelly Jr. Wow. There's a picture of him, like, looking like he's throwing a punch, and it's just different, dude, it's like, Different uh, captions for it. One says, dream in April 2018 is what it's supposed to say. Mm. And then someone changed it to dream fighting off the parents or the child he's groomed. Oh, wow. So they really went all the way in. Oh, dude. Like, I know yeah, people build... can go and independently change information on a Wikipedia page, but this sounds like they turned it upside down. Dude, they they, they build him from prison. Like, oh, man. Um, they. Uh, it, it's just, it's crazy. I mean. They're not being scared to say what they think. And, and I don't think they should be. You know what I mean? Because. It's weird that WWE, WWE didn't think there'd be some sort of backlash, maybe because there is no live crowd, but come on, man. Well, I mean, look, there's there's over 6,000 people tweeting about it Ooh. as far as the, the trending, uh, you know, wow. fi- again, hashtag Fire Velveteen Dream, which, man. I mean, 
And, and it's bad because it says trending with hashtag WWE NXT. So that's hurting. That's yeah, hurting it's attaching them. the brand. And I know he's not the only one either. You know, I mean, he, I mean, he's probably the most prominent one because he's the one that came right back to TV recently. But um, I, I was hearing some things going on. I mean, I I know we talked about this uh, briefly, I think months ago, but I heard there are some changes going on in ROH as well right now. Yeah, I mean, um, just a little update. I mean, it doesn't really say what is going on uh, investigation-wise. I mean, obviously, when the Speaking Out movement started, again, a lot of U.K. wrestlers were on that huge list that yeah. went out. We talked about that list. Osprey um, was on there. Osprey was on there, yeah. but, which is interesting because, you know, you did bring up the fact that, uh, you know, we never brought it up on the show. He had, a, he, he had a self-confirmed suicide attempt. Yeah. Or, or at least a thought. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I don't know if that's where it stemmed from, but yeah. And I'm not trying to connect those dots, but it, it's it's it's. I mean, and it, the thing is, even if he didn't do it, that can still very well be a result from all this backlash Stress. you get from it. Yeah, definitely. because that's always attached to you. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. That's a hard stench to clean off. You and know, and I, I know, I'm not trying to be a dick about it. Like when I say this, like I've seen. Like you've seen those like Law and Order episodes where they get the wrong guy. Yeah, and totally. It just you're like, oh, that guy's fucked forever. I mean, I've seen you know I mean? a live PD when people try to give fake names. And they're like, dude, you could have ruined that person's life forever. You know, so it, it yeah, man, it, it's very much something that's um that, that's just the reality of those kind of accusations, man. They hang out. But you know, while. one of those names that was on that list was Marty Skrull, which obviously prompted again, you know, investigations from the ROH office to look mm-hmm. into not only him but a few other people mm-hmm. and other claims outside of the speaking out movement. That was, you know, with the I think her name was a Cassidy Klein. Yeah, uh, I, I could be wrong. I, I think I, I she think I maybe get, or is it Kelly, Kelly Klein? Kelly, Kelly Klein. Klein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I think she called out Lethal. Yeah. And, and that's uh, the second time he's been called out by somebody. Yeah, because so. the first one was Taylor Hendricks. Yep, Taylor Hendricks. Anyways, not here to talk about that. Uh, yeah. Just a little update here on Marty Skrull. It says, as part of his deal to uh, resign with Ring of Honor in January, Marty Skrull took up the head booker duties mm-hmm. for the company. Skrull was barely able to get going with the COVID-19 pandemic hit, and ROH began canceling events in March. The Speaking Out movement transpired in June, and Skrull's name was among those called out for sexual assault and abuse in the pro wrestling industry. After Skrull made two statements, Ring of Honor followed up with one of their own, saying they were launching an immediate investigation into the claims made against his current uh, current contracted wrestlers. Uh, now the latest is reporting that uh, Hunter Johnston, or a.k.a. Delirious, has returned to the head of creative role for ROH, mm-hmm. and that Skrull is on a quote-unquote hiatus and has no ROH responsibilities uh, due to the pending human resources uh, investigation over the claims made against him in June. Uh, since the investigation started, it's uh, saying that Delirious has taken over as the main force for formatting, producing, uh, and organizing for ROH TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they announced earlier this week that they were going to be returning back to TV. I believe they're going to be in, uh, let me see, I think it says Baltimore, uh, with no fans in attendance. But, yeah, it was just, Yeah, they're gearing you know, up to get back on, uh, get a TV presence again. But, yeah, I heard about that. I didn't realize that was going on. I, 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 I was listening to Wrestle Talk, they were talking about how Delirious had taken over that spot, and I was like, oh, okay, I didn't realize that there were serious investigations going on into I, – I thought it kind of washed off like Osprey, you know what I mean? So, But, um, I mean, I hope the best for, for Marty, man, because, I mean, he had very big high hopes and aspirations to do some good things in the wrestling business and, the, you know, the position he was able to craft for himself. Yeah, and, I mean, um, I, I definitely you know, agree. It seems like he had a right mind for, you know, and, and just his heart in the right place as far as what he was looking to try yeah, to do. Definitely. It seems um, like his goals changed since – 
he left the elite, you know, which yeah, is not yeah. bad, you know. No, so not at all. I would like it's to gross. see what he could yeah. have done, you know what I mean? And so it'd be a shame if it, his it's legs just, got cut off before they got his hands well, to really help it, stance all, you with know? it being based on something that's not even current. Uh, and I'm not saying that's if, – if it's proven and all that, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that's not – it's an excuse, but yeah, it's just like that whole, you know, something you did in your past, you know, it's just the hang-up that's it, – yeah, it would just suck cancel, to be kind of cancel culture. Yeah, it would have to, stuff, for yeah. that to be like the downfall and, and, yeah, and all for this. Sure. When it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Um, you know, what's interesting, we're talking about kind of power changing or roles changing behind the scenes. It said that uh, Vince is considering having Shane become the new head of Raw. I, yeah, I did hear about that. Um, it said it would, it would be a move that would ease the workload on uh, Bruce Pritchard. And uh, I guess Shane's been involved uh, heavily behind the scenes, uh, plenty within the past months or 12 I months. I think so. that'd be a wonderful idea. It takes, I mean, they say Bruce, but let's be honest. It takes pressure off the old man. Um, it, you get fresh ideas with the same bloodline, in, you know, in between those scenes. So I feel like why not? I mean, I don't know what Steph's doing right now, but, I mean, I think it's good that Shane's back. I don't know if I like the whole thing he's doing with Raw Underground. Even heard there's talks of maybe a Raw Underground belt being made, which I don't know Jesus. how I feel about that. I guess it's supposed to have, like, hardcore title type uh, accents yeah. with blood on there, and you know, and, and it looks like so, you know, so it's like a, a UV, like almost like a UV division without the UV yeah, aspect. Yeah, shouts to, it. to Gold Coast Wrestling. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, well, something. Just the ultra violence. Like, it's just. It, Mm-hmm. I don't think they. I mean, like, I like this. If, if they try to copy uh, our idea with the chain, it'd be a little bit. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah kind of hot. But you know what I mean. Like, it, it's, it's. I, I want to see. Changes. Way. I do want to see. Yeah, because Shane yeah. came in one night, and even though it's it's back and forth on the booking, it's still the newest like injection of life yeah. on Raw. No, no, you're so right. there's nothing wrong with that, especially after like think about what Shane's done the minute he came, and then what Vince has done since January. So, I, I mean. That. Again, though, we were talking about it off screen. It's like the only thing that bugs me is like, wh- wh- why are you gonna call uh, uh, Rod Zapata a spider? <laughs> I mean, he did like, a lot of weird things on Monday, in my yeah. opinion. Like, they, it's just like the fights you know, were he, weird. He, the, there wasn't, there was somewhere there was no winner. There was like a lot of no contest. You, you know, like, he, he comes off like Paul Heyman in Rollerball to me. Like, <laughs> just the way he like chooses to like, like his oh, he's like it's almost like an obnoxious version of like was that dude that used to oh, power, uh, Paul Heyman, yeah. yeah. He was in that oh, movie, huh? This is Rollerball. Wow. I the you. reigning, defending Rollerball. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th- oh, man, I think actually Shane was in that movie, too. Probably. Yeah, he had like a little cameo for like two seconds with Josh Hartnett. Um, but it's, uh, it's Josh Hartnett, almost like Josh Barnett, who is the one that Ooh. he probably stole that raw underground Blood idea for him. Uh-huh. Degrees of separation. That's that was, hey, that was kind of crazy actually. You unwinded that. You you unwinded that. Uh, pretty. And it was Joey Abs. Joey Abs. No. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, it's like yeah, it's just been. Uh, I'm not. Mad I don't at hate that. it. I yeah. don't hate it. I'm just trying to get some consistency. I, but it's that, new, yeah, so yeah. you know. There's uh, room to to explore things because there's not a real layout for it yet. Yeah. So as long as, like I said, like if he's not a ham about it either. Like, let, don't put himself in. I just spots. I, the only, yeah. The only thing I just think it's kind of weird that you know at one time you had you know one week you had the hurt business kind of feel like they're going to take it over. Mm-hmm. Like corner boy style, but then yeah. they, you don't even see him there no more. So it's, yeah, it's weird. That, yeah, uh, consistency. I was, I was interested. To Word see of that, the day, especially because their boys are some some hitters too. You know, so. Um, but you know what? Uh, we were uh, talking about you know um, possibly bringing new ideas, probably new, uh, just new new a new feel, a new feel on things. Oh, as yeah. far as raw, I mean, obviously WWE is about to get a new feel on things as we 
the day we put this out, um, they're going to be exploring the Thunderdome uh, concept. And welcome to the Thunderdome. It's you know it's really it's really kind of uh, I mean I, the only way I could really describe it and, and I, I mean I have Kevin Dunn's long drawn out ex- explanation of Go it. Go ahead, because uh, <laughs> you know he can't say it himself without his teeth getting in the way. Oh, th- we can now do things. <laughs> we can now do things production wise that we can never do otherwise. Uh, we're flying drones in the area, which when you think about it, they weren't able to because it affected our people. Yeah. So that is actually a pretty good uh, aspect of that. Uh, we're flying drones in the area. We're putting roof a roof inside the Amway Center because uh, they are going to be at the Amway Center, which I think is kind of cool because it helps give uh, SummerSlam a, a, a arena a, feel. And you know, but the thing is, what kind of bugged me is I find out that uh, they're moving Takeover Thirty back to full sale. Like, why? Yo, give it, give them. Come on, man. Y'all been I, using their spot for like months. I mean, it might be just too many people at once, but it might be a well, thing. Where well, they got, see, that's uh, the thing. They, a lot of the, the morale behind this is a lot of the locker room is glad because there's a lot more room and they can spread more evenly out from each other as opposed to being stuck at the PC. Yeah, and and having more of a risk of uh, interaction or yeah, contact. I heard those numbers are going up again. So you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, you know, it's kind of like what the NBA is doing with the the virtual fans, which I, I've been digging. Um, it's better than what uh, I think baseball was doing. Like they were getting the virtual crowd from the video game. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> like I said, as long as they didn't take the crowd from two K twenty. Yo, that. <laughs> Yo, don't do it. Please don't. Don't do it. Please don't. But uh, it said they have uh, a thousand LED boards. Um, Sim- said they're going to be adding some arena audio to the broadcast, which is not really my favorite. Uh, they said similar to baseball, but our audio will be mixed with the virtual fans, so when fans start chants, we'll hear them. Um, but, yeah, I'm interested to see this because it's like the way, you know, and, and I actually dropped a video showing a preview of the set. It's looking real wrestlemania yeah, actually. Yeah, it, it does, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not against it. Um, you know, it was said that, uh, uh, what's it called, the – City of Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer officially announced the Amway Center will serve as the home for WWE's residency for the next two months, actually. So this is going to be going forward. And I hear they're going to be doing SmackDown tonight, obviously. And then, uh, obviously, uh, SummerSlam on Sunday but uh, and, and Raw. So, yeah, hopefully, all weekend. And I heard, yeah, Raw, you're right. I mean, yeah. I would love to see if NXT gets the same treatment. That will be kind of fair, right? Yeah, we'll see. I mean. I, I, no, they're I, like, I, we're all the fans. They're split. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> they're not in the I, room. I'm definitely going to watch TakeOver. I mean, I, I, I am curious to see what AEW's doing. To, you well, know, see, but it's funny I, you I'm going to watch it because I want to see what this Thunderdome thing. Well, I don't know if it's going to be included. But, you know what I mean? Like, I want to see how, what they're going to do because I want to see people actually going to chant from their house. You can hear it. You know what I mean? Like that would be pretty interesting. It's innovative. Like, but, like you know. say, say if like one homie gets like a because you know this is the whole thing, kind of like the NBA. You have to kind of write to try to get your. your uh, uh, it's like a lottery. You know what I mean? Try to get one of the to be one of the fans picked to be on TV. So it's like it'd be funny if the whole one one guy got it, but the whole squad came over. Mm-hmm. So y'all like then you know helped out like that. See, that's but, where that helps. That, that that's where that's fun. So, but but yeah, you're asking about what uh, AEW is going to be doing. Um, they're actually. As you can imagine, because everything, every move they do, they catch flag. Uh, they announced they're going to start hosting live shows in an open air venue with 10 to 15 percent capacity beginning August 27th. I did hear uh, that. Edition of Dynamite in Jacksonville. So um, they're going live, right? I believe so. Which that'll it's, help it's them with that mole though. problem, huh? The the open air venue thing is what what gets me because Daly's place is outside too. So yeah. Um, but I'm thinking more like if it's live. Because I'm sure this is where you're going, and this they have this mole problem. Or not a mole problem, but a spy problem. 
Well, I wasn't going to get there just yet, as, uh, but I mean, I might as well bring it up. It's so minuscule, but I mean, I'm telling you, it's fucking Tino. <laughs> it's got to be. And because what we mean is Jericho, and you know, I know you want to kind of compartmentalize. No, no, it's, it's, Basically, Jericho came out and said, hey, whoever ruined the the finish for some, I can't remember what match it, no, it was. No, it, was, it, was, no, it wasn't, the, it, it ruined the fact that uh, of uh, Eric Bischoff being the, yeah, that's what it the was. special, uh, uh, what would you call it, the mediator, I yeah, guess. Yeah, there you go. For, um. For the, the uh, debate, baby. Or, yeah, there you go. So yeah, and he said he called the guy. Uh, th- that guy's not welcome here anymore. And basically called uh, him an NXT reject. reject. Yeah. Um. And and you know alleged that you know he's a spy. But I think he's just saying. I, he just said that. But everyone's like freaking dumping on him for it. Well, let me just ask like, you this: Do we know it's a he? Because no. the other person that was in you know that was filming a match the other day the same week was Tay Conti. She's from NXT, but she in the finals, bro. She don't want to. She in the finals of the. Uh, oh, with Anna J. I believe so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I it's them catch the, it on YouTube because they don't promote well. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I like they'll say, yeah, catch it on YouTube after it happened. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I really wanted to know yeah. when it's on so I could watch it while you got it, but Age. okay. But yeah, NXT reject. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, because there's only two guys, and I said before, I was like, Caesar Bononi mm-hmm. or Tino Sabatelli. Yep. They both got long names. Saba, what are you doing? Saba. I did like him and Riddick Moss though. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't a bad. Uh, no, they weren't. Name. I mean, like you know, they they were Former good. NFL guys. Yeah, I mean, but sense. It, and then the, with the Maseratis and with, against Street Profits yeah. and stuff, it was yeah, yeah pretty was pretty great foils. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, one thing I want to get into a little bit more of this WWE stuff. Uh, interesting enough, we got you know obviously we're gonna bring up our pre or uh, I guess our predictions later for SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. But one of the matches on the docket is Dominic Mysterio. Against Seth Rollins, but it's uh, got some news as far as, I guess, what the name he's going to be wrestling under. Uh, not this match. Mm-hmm. I guess he already has a mask and and gear made. Mm. Um, and it's trademarked already, but it's uh, Prince Mysterio. Yeah, I, I remember when they actually applied for that trademark, and I figured that's what they were going to be doing. So Yeah, I guess it's, you know he's going to be performing under the name after in, in the future after uh, you know he receives more training. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, he already has the gear and the mask designed. Um, obviously, the significance is Ray. The word Ray yes, king. is king and yeah, mm-hmm. in, in Spanish. So, it, it, you know, he just basically it's, it's Mysterio's way of passing the legacy on to his yeah. son. Um, but yeah, he you know they talked Preston about it. More than one royal family. <laughs> there you go. No, but yeah, they, they did talk about it. And he said he didn't want to bring it out for this match, and I think that's very important not to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, again, I think we'll, we'll get into how that's gonna uh, go Play down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we get into again the uh, the predictions here. But um, as we wind down the news here, uh, I mean. It looks like there's two more people that have been spotted as, I, I believe, the fill-ins for Retribution. Yeah, I was wondering if we were going to go into this, too. Um, it's more, and it's I mean, funny because, don't get me wrong, everybody made a big deal Monday when the, the tall, uh, you know, statured lady that was masked walked in. Yeah. People were like, oh, man, who's this snack and all kinds of stuff. And it's funny because you saw the <laughs> colored hair. And then I watched NXT and I was like, okay, so that was Jesse. Yeah, I was, I was like, yep. that, that's Jesse Kamea for sure because yep. it's the same hair. And, 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 and then I had heard uh, somebody – you go ahead. You probably have No, I was name. just going to say when you look at the, the picture, like the eyes match up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there was um, – I'm trying to remember there was somebody else. Santana that, Garrett. That's who it was. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And I was just same, like – Same eyeshadow. But it's <laughs> like to me, it. it's like, yo, are, are, is this again a thing of – Why so many women in the crew? I'm not mad at that, but if you notice, like the numbers keep growing. It's getting irresponsible. Monday, there was like 10 of them there. 
Yeah, there were, yeah. You know and, what I'm saying? And but, it's you know, like, it, it's you can't crazy. Keep saying it's just a bunch of people with masks because it's like, people, you're going to get people that dissect every time they showed up to figure out, well, where's the black one at? He's, he didn't make the final cut, huh? Like, uh, like it's weird. <laughs> See, you know, it, the only thing that would make it worse is if they were still like, we're not in a pandemic and they were actually going city to city. Then he'd be like, oh, I guess the black one didn't, couldn't make the trip, huh? <laughs> Like, I guess oh, that, that'd be pretty bad. Oh, you could, you could his flight. His flight got canceled. I guess. I, I don't the know. only thing I can hope that happens from this is that none of the people that are master actually in the group, and this whole time it was just they were just hiring random people to cause chaos while they yeah, were actually I, prepping their arrival. I think that's the best. I mean, at this point, yes, especially <laughs> the way that like that's I, that's the best way to save face mm-hmm. instead of like yeah, high five, yeah, hey man, yeah, we turned over this car, bro. Acting totally like random people who were paid an undisclosed yes. amount by some guy on a phone to go out and just smash. You know, it looks like these guys that are looting everywhere. I, it did, okay, it's funny. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I'm like, it's, it's interesting that they're like, oh no, we can't do a nation of domination redo right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, but but we'll definitely you know shine on these looters who are masked up mm-hmm. and destroying every fucking thing. Yeah, everything. Uh, that's yeah, that's that's actually including pretty, its own segment. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, there you go. <laughs> It's, a couple of slaps to the knee. Okay. But, uh, you know what's not funny? That wasn't a super kick. Um, no good. What is not funny? Actually, it's quite a super kick as far as news. Um, to the I, chin. I yes. think we could have seen this, this coming. Yeah. Um, but it's from her own admission. Yep. And I think it's as, as quick as uh, after SummerSlam is what I'm hearing. Uh, yeah. Renee Young reportedly done with WWE. Um, she's already changed her IG, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, Paul Heyman's already came out and had, had you know said he's in debt to her. Would just he 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 pretty much just doled over her as far as how what she meant to him and you know production wise and her bringing the best out of a lot of people. Not with just him, but like I mean, mm-hmm. and, and it's true, you know. Um, do I want to see her in AEW? I don't think so, not necessarily. Yeah, I don't know. Um, if she did, I wouldn't want her to be. I could say, well, <laughs> if she wanted to roll with Johnny, Johnny, John, Jonathan, there you go. Moxley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got the Lee and, and, the, and the John together. You know, <laughs> uh, John Lee. <laughs> uh, but if she, yeah, if she wants to roll with Moxley on occasion and I think that'd be kind of cool. Maybe appear in some promos, but not really roll with him. Like every time he has a fight, I, but I'll, I'll be honest, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want to see her jumps i think it's just because of the fact that uh, oh aw all x wwe well that's here's my off. thing come it, off it I, I think it's just weird with that because you don't really get that when a player who is uh very synonymous with a team leaves that team and then goes to another team and no one goes oh we're the only one because they got miami's leftovers last year you know what I mean? Like no one. Well, does, they they, they kind of did that with the, uh, with the big three. I agree. Well, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. then it's like Robert Ory tra- traded to the Spurs right after losing to the Spurs in the finals, and it wasn't like they were like, oh, you know why they got this? Because Ory, they they had they had <laughs> yeah. they had the Lakers' own player. Get, no, no one says that. Well, but they, for some reason, yeah. when it's wrestling, it's, people have to point out. It's like you guys realize there's only so, so many places you can work, right? It's, it's so divided for whatever. Like, I, I don't, yeah. why, why does that have to be so divided all the time? Like. But then it's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, if I'm not with WWE anymore, well, well, she, and she, you don't want anyone else to hire them because it puts a stigma as a ex WWE guy, and it, and that means that you're moving the field posts or field goal a bit, 
by getting this person. It's like, so is that person just not supposed to work anymore after he's done with WWE? Like, you know, I just same like with same with Kyoto, same with Kyoto, right? Yeah, and I'm, and I heard that he's not officially with them yet. Yeah, but I mean, he sure as hell wore the colors on TV. He definitely did. But with um, Renee, though, before we get off, I will say this: PW Insider did corroborate this, and apparently, she gave her uh, notice a week ago. Whew. Yeah, so, and it, it seems like, yeah, PW Insider, they confirmed multiple sources, and uh, you're right. I mean, so far, it seems like SummerSlam might be her last gig with the company. Um, in terms of where I she goes from she here. she has a gig for the SummerSlam. I mean, she usually sometimes does the pre-show, but I don't know if yeah. she's well, going to be on it. This is what I'll say. If AEW does use her, she should just do what Jennifer uh, Sturger does, because I feel like she's not a real wrestling fan, in my opinion. I feel like she's got a big um, fan base from other stuff, but she sometimes does the, like, oh, road to this or that video, and I think Renee would be better doing that. And and, and don't get me wrong. Renee has – she can go do ESPN stuff. She could, she could be well, like she, a Charlie she, Caruso yeah, for AEW, really, if it, she wanted to. It said that she, she, she does, does have a lot of interests outside of wrestling that she wants to pursue right now. I guess she has a lot of projects she's been wanting to work on. So I think that's good. She should have no, a podcast. 100%. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, because yeah, that's the thing, dude. Like, I mean, again, not to fester all the way back to – you know these uh, these neck beards that we were talking about <laughs> off the uh, basement dwellers. These these freaking these guys that are making these female uh, wrestling fans feel uncomfortable. It's mm-hmm. like from a female wrestling fan's perspective, would be very interesting to listen to, especially someone that's behind behind the scenes and and has seen yeah a lot of the stuff. But I mean, I don't blame her, dude. Like everything they kind of had her on, they shut down. And you don't hear a lot of uh, female former talent. Speak out. Just Lil, I mean, Lillian right? Garcia has her. Uh, I think the moment with Lillian Garcia. Yeah. But that. But even. But like I don't even know how. Style, yeah, I was gonna say I don't yeah. know how how far behind the curtain, if at all, she's even going. Maybe Maria Canales is probably the only one that will go that far. But yeah, I. I yeah. mean, she does that on Twitter like all the mm-hmm. time. But but Renee as far as like a, a, yeah. a, a, a public like uh, actual forum, I, I don't know. But Renee, she's always been real professional. So yeah, no, she. We'll, we'll see. She, she Wherever will. she ends up, they'll be they'll be lucky to have her for sure. No, hundred percent. And you know, Yo, and KJS, work. we hiring baby. <laughs> <laughs> some, some of the interns. Nah, she she could take your spot. Oh, oh man, no, that's cool. She don't do. She Google don't all the information. Jimmy Corderas, bro. She, she don't. She don't rap either. So I, oh, I, man. I, that's a, that's leather a, portfolio, bro. See, you know what? <laughs> Three strikes are out. Um, but you know what? Speaking of women getting uh, opportunities, it's looking like Vita Scott actually. And I don't know if this is uh, maybe her covering some of the uh, the women's uh, what is it called the 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 deal the what's that? Oh, that? the deadly draw. The deadly draw. Thank you. Um, I was gonna say the deathly deal, <laughs> and it's the deadly I mean, draw. <laughs> it, it's it's always like some card related. Oh my god! You know? that, and it's not even Vegas. It's like was it supposed to be? I don't know. Go ahead, man. But yeah, no. Nah, um, she had a you know had a post basically thanking AEW. Like she said, she kind of has been in the dark and not knowing what she's been doing. Uh, and it looked like she's been uh, you know uh, having a chance to do some commentary for them. She did it for AEW Dark as well. So um, I wouldn't. I mean, it's like okay, so. Hey, you know, good for her. I thought that was a good look to, to bring up. Um, mm-hmm. But because, you know, I haven't seen what she's been doing since ROH, and they're obviously not moving right now. But uh, if they have Vita not Scott, yet. then, I mean, they don't really need, uh, you know, Renee. <laughs> so, well, I don't know. I mean, Vita Scott is a former talent, too, right? Yeah, she, I mean, she, I know she was with the Truth Commission. Yep. But, I mean, she was she was wrestling in the Women of Honor stuff. Yeah, that, so, it you know. definitely was. I wouldn't be mad at that. I mean, again, I like Renee, but Renee doesn't have to come to AEW. I think it'd be fun for her to work with her husband, you know what I mean, and with that free schedule. But 
they both strike me as people who – I'll put it this way. If John saves money at an incredible rate, uh, yeah, then she does too. So I don't think they're going to be hurting for much. You and know and I mean? I, honestly, I think she'd be more comfortable filming in, in, in her own spot, kicking it at home with her dogs. Yeah, maybe she's going to have a, a, a freedom vignette. Like, like <laughs> that'd be hilarious. Oh man! All of a sudden, there's just gonna be this, this free, free her. Like she asked for her release. Are you, are you imagine like? But that's what's crazy too. Is after hearing this, did you hear that they're thinking about bringing back Talking Smack to the network? And it's just like, is this your way to try yeah, to get her to stay? WWE she are made. so petty, bro. Yeah. Cause she no, I was gonna say she made that show. No. Oh, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not taking nothing away from Daniel Bryan, but she made, she made like that show. like that show. Like as far as like. Like, dude, I, I remember I told you guys, and I can't remember what episode number it is, but I remember telling you guys a week before it, they started really pumping into it. I was like, you know what? It was weird because Jinder Mahal had quite a quite a promo on Talking Smack. Bro, it actually so, was she helped launch pad so many people. It it was yeah, so it was, many people. I mean, and then you know they, they did the best with Raw Talk. She was on that for a little bit yep. too, and then they they discontinued that again. On and off. So, I mean, you know, the and, backstage stuff. And, and she was a pretty – I mean, I know people were on and off about her commentary, but I think she does a little better than Beth does. Oh, I, I would you – know? I, I prefer her over Beth. Um, yeah. and, and that's not – I'm not taking anything for, away from Beth. It's sometimes – just in my preference, I just prefer – She uh, picks wrong spots sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, for then, cadences. Then she'll do the, the whole spot where we're like, hey, we know you're all – you know, you're married to Edge, so why are you, like, doing this whole – I'm, I'm a ch- pretend, pretending to check out Fandango spot. Yeah. And, and having them get, get you all hot and bothered. Yeah, exactly. You're cringing right now. Like, yeah, yeah. it's like it's, and, and that's and that's exactly my point. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, the, the only other thing I have left to, to talk about, man. Um, I told you a ton of news, man. Is uh, and this is not really news, more of like a celebration of of competition, man. There's tons of wrestling going on this week, you guys, and uh, you know, obviously there's AW uh, Dynamite that's going to be on Saturday. Um, I thought it was interesting. They were, they said they were listed at 6 p.m. Eastern or Central, and I was like. Central, does that make it 4 p.m.? I'm like, oh, y'all deliberately going up against TakeOver 30? I was like, ah, I, I get it. You got to do what you got to do. I mean, I'll put it this way. I mean, they, they did they did go up against NXT by having the first half of All Out on YouTube. Very true. So, <laughs> yeah, but then they also went against, you know, by having a night one and night two of Fighter Fest. Yeah. You know, technically, yeah. you know. So it, it'll be interesting because it is, you know, to see what a standalone takeover with, I think it's like four or five matches, and we'll get into that later, versus a full two-hour, maybe six, seven-match uh, dynamite. That'll be interesting how how that goes. But, yeah, you were saying there's more wrestling this yeah, week. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, SummerSlam on Sunday. Uh, you know, we got TakeOver 30 on Saturday as well. We also have Jimmy Lloyd. He's hosting a – Jimmy Lloyd's Jersey Shore, presented by uh, GCW on Sunday as well. You can uh, check that out on IWTV, going down 5 p.m. We got is that game changer? Uh, yeah, game okay. changer. They have quite a few actually this weekend. And then you know, obviously, with I didn't mention AW Dynamite, but you can look forward to Brody Lee uh, taking on Cody. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, obviously for the uh, TNT title. TNT Championship. We also have Beyond Wrestling with their Wear Sunscreen, uh, featuring Chris Dickinson and, as well as Priscilla Kelly. Going down, um, we also have uh, – what is this? Hold on. Oh, we had uh, Van Housen and uh, Ego, all Ego, Ethan Page. Uh, they're throwing We're Back. Uh, I shout out to Haban, who does actually designed you this. You did hear that his contract is running up in December, right? Who's that, Ethan? Yep. Hmm, interesting. AEW's looking at him. And Oh, okay. oh who, both of them? Just Ethan's contract Just is Ethan they're looking yep. at? Fuck. Yeah. By the way, it's Josh, not Jason. Oh, okay. You, <laughs> I was like, oh, 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 because I called him Jason Alexander, <laughs> yeah, like, and like, from like Frazier. I was like, no, or like, not the gargoyle from, uh, from Hunchback. Yeah, because yeah, he hard body. He got that face hard that, you, body, that can scare a whole army, like, 
dog face like Mark said. baby. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, then we also have GCW also hosting uh, Tournament of Survival. Um, that's also going down this weekend. Yeah, that sounds so, like a lot. Yeah, I mean, there, there's uh, eight events going down this weekend alone, man. So again, I'm you know, two. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 watching three of them as well. But I, you know, I thought it was TV. worth uh, noting. You know, obviously we have different fans of different things that listen to this show. So, uh, yeah, definitely check it out, man. Definitely go out there and support. Uh, 100% number one, of course. And I mean, we can't be complaining that we're not getting enough wrestling because this is the weekend for it, and it's hot as hell, man. We're in California. Uh, it's already over 100 here, but you know what? We're gonna take a quick break, and uh, we're gonna get into, I guess, I mean, is it a Wednesday night war? If there's only one show, singular I mean, war. The Wednesday night battle move. The forfeit. <laughs> the forfeit. The unopposed hit. Yeah. We're going to figure it out, but we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, yo, what's going on, man? It's Quincy Jones. Go for the Quincy Jones Show, reminding you guys to check out Storyline Tees once again. They hit it out the park. I know what I said. I said what I said last week, but man. They keep blowing my mind, y'all, and I got to keep showing support. Check them out. The pre-sale is going right now. The new Nation of Domination t-shirt design. I mean, dude, first of all, every time them and Dream Match Wrestling, they team up, they hit it out the park. I can't keep saying it, dog. It just, it is what it is. It's hot fire. Go and check it out. They just also updated uh, uh, more stocks from the Brian Pillman, uh, the Prince Devitt, as well as the Boyhood Dream shirt. Go ahead and get yours. Come this Monday. Don't forget the pre-sale. Nation of Domination is going down. Go. We are the nation. A domination. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. We back, and uh, you know what that means, man. We're back to the unopposed. What was it? Did we settle on something? No, we didn't. Um, the um, the uh, the um, the battle lines are drawn. <laughs> the forfeit in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But we start off with the only show that was running this week in terms of Wednesday Night Wars. That is NXT. Uh, we start off with Johnny Gargano uh, going against Ridge Holland. Uh, I had to go ahead and note. You notice Gargano is flanked by Candice, which kind of emphasizes how serious the match was for Johnny. Obviously, second yeah. chance to get in the slider match. Yep. Uh, Holland, he enters, and Morrow calls him, quote, walking action figure, while Beth gave him a comparative uh, compliment saying she re- he reminded her of a young Rick Steiner. I didn't I didn't mind that. I, it, I mean, but then it was funny. He's like, yeah, good look. I'm like, are you sure you don't mean Scott Steiner? Well, yeah, that was the only thing was like, but rough on the edges. And it was just like, that, I, I mean, dude wore a headpiece. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it, okay. Oh, he's so rough. Oh, he's man. rough and tough. But um, no, what I liked about this is obviously there's a size differential. Gargano works over Holland's arms pretty early on. Uh, there was in the way he did it too. Nuance. It stomps on his hand, but then uh, Holland tries to use the other hand to go for a European uppercut, and he ducks, and he gets nothing but rope. So uh, that yeah. like stuff like that was pretty cool. Uh, it was weird because you saw the ladders were set up, uh, you know, across from each other in, in front of the ring, and uh, Gargano would hit a suicide dive in between those ladders to the floor. Um, at one point, we have to talk about it. We come right back from the break, and Gargano just gets nothing but dazed. You know, he, he basically lands on the back on of his head, head dude, dude. after he botched Power Slam uh, well, by a Holland. Is, is what that it looked what it was like. supposed to be? Well, it's weird because I know he does the Northern Lights driver, but, yeah. And, and but the thing is, the it, way he ran at him, it was like a Samoa Joe running Power Slam. Well, but he, I just feel like I don't know what went wrong because Johnny's Tommy, so small. Tommy Dreamer 
actually uh, he tweeted about it, which ironic with the Rick Steiner stuff, Scott Steiner stuff we were just talking about. He had said he remembers he talked to Paul Heyman back in the day mm-hmm. about because he he wanted to I guess I won't say copy or he wanted to lift the uh, the I don't know if you remember Scott Steiner used to do the the top row backflip uh, power slam. No, I don't remember. Dude, yeah, that. he would get his opponent and just backflip, and sometimes he would sometimes he would do it like obviously on the floor, like standing. But he would that's how he would do it. A base he would hold him like a back like a uh, like a fallaway slam, yeah. and just do a backflip and land on him. Oh, that okay, yeah. got you, got you. And um, sort of like what Bandino does. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exit, yeah, I should have said that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so it was one of those things where Tommy had said he wanted to do a version of it where it would be like that, except for like a brain buster, but. He realized, like, no, there's no way. I can't even control the guy's head coming down. And so he never even, like, kind of attempted it. Man. And he said that's pretty much what he was trying to, like, do. But he's like, no, that's exactly why. I didn't do it. He, and he's like, Johnny Gargano's going to be sore. Rich Holland's going to feel like shit. But, you know, accidents happen. Yeah. yeah. And it was pretty stiff, man. I mean, like, everyone's from the crowd to commentary, they are pretty worried. Um, no, no, and he, yeah, they do they get, sure. like, a, a recoup session. But Johnny, I mean, being a soldier he is, he powers on, hits a stiff super kick. Uh, there was a cool little uh, countering flurry where he went for the final beat DDT. Uh, but then he got countered, so he goes for the slingshot spear. But he catches him, uh, does a little airplane spin, and then pounces him right to the outside. The match pretty much ends where uh, Ridge tries to get inside the ring. Candice holds his leg. And uh, so Johnny, you know, he distracts the referee and then kicks the middle rope, which inadvertently, I won't say inadvertently, but definitely low blows Holland and uh, sets him up for the one final beat DDT for the win. Johnny, definitely intended. Yeah, definitely intended. <laughs> yeah. And Johnny would end up uh, getting his spot back into the uh, ladder match. So, and it's weird because it's only five of them, huh? Yeah, as opposed to the six that they had with the inaugural, right? Yeah. That, and it usually is an even number. So, But this uh, takes us on to Dakota Kai going against Jesse Kamea. We just talked about her earlier. Uh, Kai, she uh, hit the twin uh, a couple of running uh, face washes early on. Jesse did get yeah, some innovative. Yeah, I was surprised that she, she kind of just renovated that back to yeah, – or the, regulated that back to, uh, like, signature status. Oh, that, she used to win off that yeah, before and then, the chiropractor. And, and, yeah. and, chi- and then now the GTK, which is how she wins the well, match. But I, I'd be remiss – Is that if, how she's always done it, by the way? Um, No. Because so she I keeps was, changing it. So – so the first that. time, the very first time she did it was weak. Uh, she did it just with one leg standing, and then I, I, I she kind of started doing the TJP. I was say the detonation kick is what yeah. it looks like, but and but she still she, throws him for yeah. they stand, and then she hits him with like kind of like 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 the like a kick. pump kick almost. Yeah, it's it's weird, but I will say Jesse had some innovative offense. She hit yeah. this uh, basement spinning heel kick is the best way I could put it, and then uh, early on or later on she's got uh, Kai sitting in a corner. She yeah. hits like a uh, sliding like, like a baseball like slide in Seguri or shining wizard almost, of sorts. Yeah. yeah. So, but like I said, um, she uh, she would lose uh, to Kai because Kai would hit her with a GTK, yeah. and then we get this post match where Kai picks up the mic and she starts basically responding to EO who you know you said I, I watched it after you told me the vignette you know she pissed her off and said yeah, you're yeah. Just, you look like the same scared girl that was you know scared of EO Shirai and Kai basically says you know you're focused on my past I'm more focused on the future uh, vows to take the title from EO at takeover 30 says it'll feel good to kick her in the face over and over and over and then the music hits EO comes out they start brawling they brawl to the outside and then behind the curtain Raquel Gonzalez returns and a big boot Can- right to the mush can can I can I just look? This is what I gotta say. Raquel Gonzalez is back and looked the best she's ever looked in this segment. Yeah, she did. I mean, because the way she even set up that Texas bomb. Oh my goodness! Because yeah. it was like a almost like she. It was like and a, not to jump the go. Yeah, yeah, it was almost like a pump handle the way she got her up. It was crazy from well, the ground. It was yeah, pretty she's crazy. She's been doing it from like the. 
the back suplex I've like, seen like that setup, yeah. definitely. So, but yeah, she basically would uh, throw over the shoulder dumper in the ring Straight so Kai dumper. can yeah. like you know pick up the bones. But uh, EO hits that Shote palm strike, and like you said, from behind Raquel would. Uh, I love that, that by and, the way. When she was, she just got up and she was like. Like bitch, Bow. yeah, definitely. <laughs> but hits, hits her with that. I call it the. Ch- it's like a choke slam power bomb because that she used to hit it a different way. But it looks like it's a back suplex power bomb. But they pose and it was kind of weird because commentary was basically like this must have been her plan all along because like we've been saying she's been pouring a lot of gas on the I don't need anybody, yeah, no insurance policies, yeah, no friends, exactly, no yeah. whatever. You know, so it seems weird because I'll say this: I probably would have waited to bring her back. At takeover, I, I, a hundred percent. I mean, right. but I think they want to tell the story now that there's, you know, because I'm sure, especially because Dakota didn't really have that strong of a promo after that match. Mm-hmm. So it's like, t- you know, tilting the thought process, like, oh, this is gonna be an easy one for EO because she she pissed off now. Yeah. But then now, it's it you know it comes at the price of storytelling. Now they're like, oh, now there's this new adversity that she has to, you know, there's this new threat in the match now yeah. that she has to overcome as well as just, you know, just beating Dakota Kai. So I, I, no, I'm, I, I'm not against it, but I, I, I definitely that. see what you like as yeah, far as impact uh, factor. Yeah. It definitely would have made more sense. Yeah, Cause to me, I would have just, um, keep I, up the charade. I, yeah. Or have them brawl, make Dakota look good with another boot to the face that isn't so out of nowhere, you know what I mean? And not on the ramp uncontested. And then you, then you go, man, I, I can't really want to watch this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you sprinkle that on right when you think she has her beat. And then, boom, she returns. But I digress. This would uh, – Wait, 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 wait. I just have to say one thing. Yeah. Because it was important that I say this. There is image – and you guys can at me all you want. I don't care. Watch it again and, and, and then challenge me. There was some imagery here with Raquel with the pullback ponytail, looking a little jacked, hands on the hips, and all black, meaning business. I was getting China vibes. Oh, they've been saying that. Yeah, Beth has been saying that exact term but when she's, she got in the ring and she was wearing all black. She literally said, I'm getting China vibes from Raquel here. But but just watching how she just the stand, even in her face, I was like, this is real old school classic yeah. DX China right going on right now. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. And, that, and that's the thing. It's like, obviously, Triple H has, you know, his touches on the button when it comes to certain things. So I wonder if that has anything to do with him. If he not, ain't eh. claiming nothing. I mean, he ain't never claimed nothing before. I mean, it took, <laughs> it took too long for her to get inducted. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But uh, this takes us to uh, Finn Balor. He has a vignette. Uh, says his first experience <laughs> yeah. with Dream was interrupted. Uh, says he earned his way in this business while Dream was given chance after chance after chance and says in his book he's failed. Uh, admits Dream has talent but quickly says that it won't get in the way of him becoming the next North American champ. Says tonight that people will finally get the experience they've been waiting for but the result will be the same as always finn over love this because he has been kind of coining it with with his bending of the fourth wall terms and phrases but yeah he's also reiterating dream over which i liked a lot so which i mean given again not to bring up the ugly stuff from the beginning but there's a lot of differencing in public opinion on what dream over means now. Yeah. You know, yeah. so oh, dude, when he throws me. that in. Trust you know. me. I, I, I was like, I bet he hates he ever coined that yep. now. You know what so, I mean? But uh, this would take us to a six-man tag, which yeah. we telegraphed last week. Uh, Legato del Fantasma versus Brizongo and Isaiah Swerve Scott. I, I, uh, this I, one starts yeah. in a brawl with all six men. Uh, there was some interesting stuff, but it got a little convoluted. One thing I will say is uh, there's a point where Scott will hit like a wrecking ball drop kick to Raul or Raul outside to prevent him from uh, attacking Fandango at ringside. The Santos sees that, and he goes for a suicide dive. Yeah, he, he got eats a, a Yeah, And then Brazongo will hit, like, stereo super kicks, which, you know, no, it's no, like, no, okay. No. 
Super kicks in stereo. Yeah. Yeah. I made sure to write it out. Oh, yeah. oh it's, that's how he said it. That's <laughs> yeah, literally how that, he said that's it. That's what he does. That's what he does. But, uh, yeah, I mean, some of the key things I saw was, like, Fandango went up top, got distracted by Santos, and then it got uh, he got shoved to the floor and, like, so, like, he landed on the arm that he was injured, you know, that got injured. Oh, yeah, the, it was, the night, it was uh, some pretty good uh, storytelling. In the, I mean, yeah. one thing I did, you know, Raul does what he always does. I did, like, they had, like, that, what, that triple team, like, I was just going to, yeah, what I call a uh, double hip toss split leg moonsault That's li- Yeah, that, yeah, that was pretty, yeah. that was and really innovative. because I've usually seen um, Raul do that on his own to Joaquin. Like you okay. know when they tag, so it was cool to see him all all kind of do it, get in on it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, definitely. That, I like because I, like I said, I have been noticing that they've been making s- strides to tighten up that uh, unity. Yeah, definitely. You know within them within that the presentation. I mean, even I was gonna say it in the beginning, but I loved. I don't want to say. Let me, let me rephrase. I don't want to say I loved. I liked better this week seeing Joaquin with the hat backwards. And the shirt he was wearing only because it looks like he's more comfortable. He did look more you know comfortable because the hat he's been wearing, which is I, I feel like it's. I'm like not a Cena's fan of the glove. I've never been a fan school. of the glove. Well, but, yeah. it, but you know why though? You I know, thought, but yeah, the, the gloves get heat. That's why he's wearing. That's, that's them, true. They look stupid. That's I, why, I did think the yeah. chains were a little bit much, but I, I, like I said, it he looked he looked too. more comfortable as opposed to them just placing him in like the typecast. Yeah, like cartel second in command. Esque, you know, while while badly yeah, playing not, the, like the, the, the character, you like know what I mean. Money's like little cousin. Yeah, he thinks he's like G Money, but he's not. But uh, now I will say this: there was a point uh, in the match that it got. This is where I mean it got convoluted. I don't say clunky, but Santos he's holding Scott and is, is expecting yeah. Joaquin to hit a missile dropkick from the top. Scott is able to spin around and bring Santos with him because of the way he's holding him. So yeah. then inadvertently Joaquin drop kicks Santos in the back. This collision like basically forces uh it, ma- it a, makes a, a, a swerve Scott, like lunge like, forward, right? Yeah, and like knock Breeze off the apron and but inadvertently like making contact No, completing a perfect tag. Well, to me, <laughs> to me like, it yeah. didn't look like that. To me I felt like I saw more of uh, it looked like Scott was like diving yeah. like like towards Tyler and then Tyler just got knocked off. Like I, to me, it didn't look like what I would consider an illegal tag, but the ref made it a legal tag and ruled yeah, it. I mean, so. yeah, he caught, I mean, when I watched it back, because <clears throat> like what you said, it looked like he was making almost like a diving tag attempt. Yeah. To, it, to, so that's why I was like, he was like waiting okay. for the bump, and the yeah. timing was a little off too. But he—that's uh, probably why it looked a little clunky. Yeah. yeah. And but Scott, he doesn't know he's not legal. He does counter the Phantom Driver yeah. with a JML Driver, yeah. but then the ref lets him know, "Hey, dude, you're not legal." Uh, at that Great point, imagery though. Yeah. Because again, he's looking like he has his number again after a- exactly. you know, the first victory. Good so. way to protect him. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. But then Joaquin and uh, and uh, Ro will hit a double baseman drop kick, and then they they have their finish has been this running Insiguri Russian Lake sweep combo. Yeah. Very much like AOP, except no clothes. Last line. chapter. Kinda, and uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, Breeze would come in and uh, basically get hit with the uh, Phantom Driver for the win. Uh, the only thing I would say about this is this win for uh, Legado del Fantasma does put them in a uh, triple threat match for the No More Contendership yep. for the tag titles that will be on the pre-show for uh, NXT 30. Uh, TakeOver 30, 30 against 30. Brizongo, who they just beat, and of course uh, the Brit Brawlers, which I think it was kind of weird. They were like, oh, and Danny Burch is going to team up. It's like, look, I know Oni had a triple threat match and Danny went against Cross. But they're always a tag team. They're, they're, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, it's, yeah, it's not like. And Fandango is going to team up with, with Tyler Breeze for yeah. Breezango. Yeah, just <laughs> like, because Breeze sometimes goes after 205 or yeah. whatever, you know? I mean, the one thing I, I did want to say about this match is Swerve actually got a really 
pretty – I mean, I know they're using their own guys, but he yeah. got a pretty good uh, reaction on his way out. I think so, too. The only thing that makes me question this is, so where's the Cruiserweight title match? I was – I was confirmed I was pretty, or listed? Like, yeah, I was thinking that why wouldn't that be on the pre-show as well? Yeah. Um, I mean, we do still have, you know, I guess one day by the yeah. time this comes yeah, out. Yeah, so definitely true. So. We'll definitely uh, have to figure this out. But I yeah. think we get to the best part of the night. Yeah, next, I mean, we? first we see McAfee arriving. He's, you know, he shows up at full Yeah, sale. we know he how to swings. say it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. <laughs> We, we, got our, we got our ducks in a row this time. Oh, yeah. and uh, But you know what? Yeah, he's flanked by, uh, it's, it, you got to note, Super Bowl champion A.J. Hawk and, of course, his former teammate on the Colts, Darius Butler. Um, he basically, you know, and you're right, this is like the best segment of the night. U.E. enters audibly demanding uh, McAfee show his face. He shows up from a side entrance, uh, even taunting them with a guess who's back, you know, type of deal. But he's flanked by his uh, entourage. I, I, um, uh, one thing I want to point out, they did a good, and I hate to make it a WWE, AEW thing, but there was a difference in how they presented when Tyson came yeah. to Jericho, and they, they had notable names, which they didn't talk about, yeah. as opposed to actually putting some significance on the people that were with uh McAfee here so yeah yeah I it, give him credit like, for that yeah it was short and sweet it was like yes he arrived let's note them and then we don't need to bring but any you know spotlight if they, if they bring it up it's important enough it, to mention exactly. you know what I mean and so it, yeah but, but it, even then right before the break yeah not nothing you yes. know what I mean it's just informative not, not yeah not interfering not with what's going on exactly yeah. yeah so but McAfee says yo I came back to the arena I was kicked out of but this time I brought 28 years of NFL experience with me because you know Cole, you would be nothing without your three stooges, and I know you can't handle facing or going face to face with a human being like me all by yourself. Uh, so Cole, to send a message, he sends UE to ringside and gives McAfee to floor like or McAfee, whatever his name is, Pat, yeah. like we said, Pat Mac. It's McAfee, um, yeah. and then Mac he he calls off his entourage and kind of takes the floor, and he basically all he does is remind him how two weeks ago, you know, you were laying there next to stupid Tom Phillips and HBK was trying to check vitals on your soulless body, something he's already said. Uh, even says last week Cole trying to make excuses, but the brutal truth is he outsmarted Cole in his own house and in, in his own business, which I will say this. Pat can talk. I don't think anyone ever doubted that, but audibly the, the, there's wrestlers there that seem like they don't fuck with him. In my opinion, well, like, I mean, like it got the, the audience where, was, yeah, he was having to tell people, yeah, you suck too. Yeah. Like, yeah. And uh, he, he does say, hey, man, I, you know, Cole, you went from entertaining five people in the armory to being the longest reigning NXT champion. You're the biggest star in your brand. But says, uh, you know, while you may have fooled everyone for 400 plus days, all it took for him was a uh, minute and a half to knock his ass out. Uh, he was then, talking, wasn't he? Yeah, he was talking. He even took Elmbridge with, you're not calling me special. But in my first time, I made you in the ring. I made you look like an amateur. But it's like, bro, you weren't in the and ring. Th that's what, yeah, I but, was like, okay. I was like, all right. All right, and, but you know, you know, you know, what made me like I was I was gonna get upset with it. Then I seen Cole like, just the way he was just calm and cool. And I was like, oh, you know what, I'm, Cole got some. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna let Cole. I'm gonna let Cole rock. Yeah, I'm gonna let get him rock. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, so then he he starts boasting about I've made a million dollars and seven other career choices, and and and, and calls the IWC the ignorant wrestling community before threatening to make wrestling his eighth career that he makes money in. Yeah. Uh, talks you guys about, better hope I don't make – yeah, I'm like, oh, all right. Man, talks man. about how Triple H said, you know, if if Pat wants to act tough, I'll make him famous. And, and he talks about how he only was given two weeks to get ready, but also said that's all he needs to basically beat Cole on Saturday and swears that he'll have to explain to the entire wrestling community uh, why an outsider beat him. Um, and 
you know, it's that's when it got it was getting real a little bit for me because I was because I was looking at how you e were around. I'm like, I feel like the crew is like, yo, you really gonna let him talk to you like yeah, that, fam? Yeah, it kind of got he's like getting that. a little wreck. He's talking a little reckless because yeah, right uh, he's going oh, because you're great in the ring, but I'm next level but, and, as and, a human being and as an athlete, and it's just like. Like and then, right, and then the fact he's like he's like it's one thing to say you're gonna secure the win he's like yeah and you're gonna have to explain to everyone how you lost him I'm like oh he's really but like but granted look great promo yeah 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 great promo I didn't like I'll how give, he ended it though I, no I mean but but for a guy that's never cut a promo before yeah. I mean granted I don't know if you would have been able to do that in front of a live crowd I yeah. mean the, uh, actual live crowd yeah you know what I mean, I mean it seemed but, like he memorized most of it but yeah, yeah no yeah and it didn't come off memorized that no, you know it, it so it, he did a good yeah, job he did a good that. job yeah, yeah and basically he said he he vows to send Cole as much as I shitted on it last week yeah. He did a good job. Yeah, I, I will say, whatever happened ago, last whatever it was, week, yeah. it, it, we got more invested this week. But, yeah, he does vow to kick Cole's head and send it to the moon, and the only sound anyone will hear is boom. And then he throws the mic down to the ground. Um, basically, <laughs> you know, man, you yeah. see uh, Adam start to advance slowly on on a Pat Mac, you know what I mean? And uh, But security comes in, and you audibly hear uh, McAfee say, these people are here to save your life right now. And then that, Cole yeah. just takes out the entire security <laughs> team by himself and then stares him down and then starts slowly making his way closer and closer. And just when he's getting maybe too close, and you see a worry-stricken McAfee, too, in the corner, like, oh, shit, what did I get myself into? His NFL entourage jump on, it, on the apron, you know, to, to kind of back him up. But, you know, that's cool because UE, they slide right in and they know when it's time to throw down too, you know. And at that point, Cole just – he just walks right up to McAfee. And in zero – and this is actually how I wrote it – in zero, all caps, uncertain terms, quietly and simply says, this Saturday at TakeOver, I'm going to make you my bitch. And the music hits and they leave. It was It epic. was as simple and straight sick, to the point. Sick burn. And, and, and much to what you said. Cole must have had something. He's sitting there watching. He's chilling. He's not one to hold his tongue, right? He must have we've, something. We've seen him frazzled beyond belief yeah. before. And it's because he, he hyped up. He trying wanted to, him to come in. And he, yeah, make that mis- make that yeah. mistake of confidence. Well, it's like because he knows that he loves, they played it well. he loves to talk. So he's like, I'm going to let this guy get in and get gassed. He's going to blow his load right now and have nothing to say on Saturday. And all I got to say is one thing, and everyone at home knows it's true, baby. And that's but how I felt about it. Th- what I love, though, is, you know, like I, the way I said it to you, I said literally everything that I thought they did wrong two weeks ago, I feel like they did absolutely right this yep. week in this segment, making Cole look really good in the position they put him in yep. with this whole Bam Bam versus L- LT bullshit match. You know I, mean, what I mean, the only thing that stood out, like where you thought about where his size came into play was when he did take out that, I think it was like a four-man security team by himself. I, was, I, mean? I wasn't against but, it because I was like, oh, shit. Because I, I thought, I was like, are they going to go this route where they're not going to cancel this match because he just he just hit these guys? Well, that's I hope not either. Yeah, I, that, that, that's that, why I first thought, but then when I, when he actually started taking them, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Pump kick? What? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, that, super kick? You know, so, but it, I don't know. I mean, it, it was, uh, to your point, very well done. You didn't think about a size differential, nothing. It felt good. You know what I mean? And it's something that, obviously, with a name like uh, Pat McAfee or McAfee, you know, him being a former player in NFL, it's going to make crossover headlines, you know? Well, see, and that, I will that, say. I mean, does 
no, yeah, finish your point because I, I, yeah, I have no, a I was point just that's interesting say, about that as well. I, I want to know what he's going to bring. I don't believe he's only had two weeks to prepare. We've talked about how he's kind of been around, how this thing's kind of been going for a while where he's been doing this thing on the pre-shows of the watch parties and him and Adam Cole getting each other's nerves yeah, and stuff. Yeah, again, going but, back and forth. Yeah. Right, but he's an athlete. He looks like a guy that, that picks up things very very quickly. And recently, Fightful did come out and, and uh, let people know what Triple H's thoughts were. And he said, you know, Fightful said, Triple H says uh, – Pat is a great athlete. He calls him a natural based on the training that he's seen. And he believes that Pat will bring it, all caps, on Saturday. But then, you know, Fightful's got to be funny to say, no word on if it's already been brought in yet. So, but, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know, well, I mean, because like confidence the, from from Triple H, the guy he name dropped in his promo. Because so. the, only, the only other guy of like kind of same stature that's an outsider that's come in. That has that expectation to have. I mean, look at that guy. Like Pat McAfee has to do well. You know what? He is an athlete, but he's he's huge. Yeah. So I am expecting him to do some shit. But the only other guy was like a guy like Tyson Fury, which I mean, you know, he had a little bit of training and doing the whole thing with you know, yeah, Braun. But I mean, and that's what I bring that up is like that stuff. Like I don't think this does anything for Adam Cole. I don't think it does anything for the brand to begin with, really. Yeah. Um, but th- from what I'm looking at it, the way that they played this out, this may be the start of maybe a possible face turn for Cole. I mean, and, 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 and that may, may be a little bit too far ahead, but the reason I say this is because the way they usually work programs like this is they book it, you know, with you wanting to be a paying fan to gladly spend your dollars to watch a bad guy get his ass kicked by the good guy. But yeah. in, in this case, you know, they're making, you know, Pat is the outsider, which is the term he used, but he's literally playing heel in his promo. Yeah. Against Adam, which in turn, based on people who are watching the way they've booked Adam two weeks ago, they definitely are programmed to want to watch Cole, who's a natural heel, kick McAfee's ass for real. It's like, you know, so it is interesting how they've been playing this because where does Cole go from here? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but again, I just love the way him, you know, it's, they, they, it's definitely unfamiliar shoes for Cole in terms of the way he's been built and booked since his inception in NXT. So I, I definitely get you. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by this matchup, but. It's also with the caveat that I'm intrigued by what does this give Adam besides a moment. project match, you know what I mean? A moment, like you said, yeah, and obviously I'm the guy. I'm the moment guy. Wrestling's about moments. Well, but I, I guess I don't know how big this moment yeah, is. Yeah, well, I mean, you got Rey Mysterio or Rey Mysterio son having his first match against Seth, and you got McAfee having his first match against Cole. So I, people, they're learning to giving mood this week, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, I will have to say, like, I did like the way UE was looking unified as usual. They yeah. gave him his space. Mm-hmm. They they showed up without needing to be told to show up because they knew the time was right, ready yep. to rumble. And ultimately, just like you, I was intrigued. I was kind of disengaged uh, with it after what I saw two weeks ago because I was like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? But I can say based alone on this segment, I am interested again. Yeah, I just and hope – you know, I'll so. just say this. I just hope uh, we're not going to see the entourages at ringside. I don't want to see any no, of that. No, I don't want to see none of that. No, nah, dude. I, don't I mean, wanna, especially after to especially after tonight's uh, main event, we'll we'll yeah, get there. But yeah, yeah, yeah we're we're not too far. Um, yeah. The next match is uh, a <laughs> Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez representing the Robert Stone brand against Shotzi Blackheart RSP? and uh, Rhea Ripley, which people were saying representing the Hot Topic brand. Thought that was funny. Oh man, uh, Rhea and, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> right? Uh, but yeah, no, basically Rhea and Mercedes they brought instantaneously because of you know their heat from last week. Uh, yep. uh you know, because Mercedes obviously cost Rhea the number of contendership against Dakota. 
Dakota. Aaliyah blind tags herself in and gets Beeled out of her socks is how I wrote yes. it. Yes, she did. Um, Ripley then tags Shotzi, and uh, she nails Aaliyah with her inverted cannonball senton pretty early. Shotzi plays her hits. Sling Blade Bulldog. Uh, the ball pit I like, leg I like drop. The, I love I, it. Yeah. Welcome to the ball pit. <laughs> I, I love the the, the slingshot uh, uh, bulldog. Though. Yeah, no, I love Sling Blade Bulldog. I'm yeah. a big fan of that as well. Because yeah. I've always thought about that, but didn't know how easy it was. Well, you know what? Shout know. out to JTG, who I guess he's supposed to be getting a shot at the – TNT Championship yeah. soon as well, but he he actually remember he's yeah, he the, was the first one yeah he was the first one I saw do the yeah. uh, the well, sling well, blade. Then again, sure. there is Richie Richie uh, Rich, oh Richie Steamboat. Steamboat. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. At this point, the heels basically exchange quick exchange quick tags, I should say, and just work over Shotzi. Uh, at one point, Mercedes does go for the Freshman Buster, but Shotzi yeah, counters with that. a small package, uh, and then she hits the this like desperation jumping DDT. I've seen her hit that, but I was just surprised Mercedes sold for it. Um, basically, Ripley gets a hot tag, hits Aaliyah with the electric chair face buster, but we get a, a similar spot, basically, where they her and Mercedes brawl out onto the apron. Mercedes goes for the like a similar running boot that she oh, yeah, hit yeah. Uh, Rhea with that, you know, that, that would cost her the number one contenders match. Rhea sees it coming, drops down, and power bombs Whoa. Mercedes from the apron. Over the barricade to the concrete floor. And they kept saying concrete floor. No, that was a cut. That was a cut. Definitely definitely cut. It looked good. No, no, yeah. We all know that was the cut. They edited it great. Yeah, and she held her head immediately. And, you know, it was. It made you think, oh, shit, did she take a Miz Cena bump right there from Mania years ago? Uh, Like, That's why they would never do that. (laughs) But you know what? I thought it was weird, though, because uh, prior to that spot, you had uh, Rhea do the the riptide or like I pretty much that like was a pretty cool. a pump handle. Yeah, it looked like they were gonna do the pump handle into the uh, the senton. The, the senton but then it was weird. This, this is why it was weird. Why does Robert Stone need to distract the ref for someone who's legally in the match to go and knock Shotzi off the top row? It was just super. Weird. Well, that was weird because Mercedes wasn't legal. So well, well no, I, 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 was. What, what I mean is like it's not someone who's not in the match altogether coming to like interfere. It's like oh, someone I, that's I actually see. in the match. I think he thought he was covering. I mean. Clearly, he saw that okay. If she, he, Aaliyah can't withstand the rip. Like, like, like if anything, you know it, I mean? it should have been it should have been reversed because she ran over his leg and he should have pushed her off. Um, wait, should have pushed who off? Like Mercedes should have got the ref's attention and Robert Stone should have pushed off Shotzi off the top row. Uh, probably. I mean, to me, I thought that spot looked awkward as hell. Anyway, yeah, and not it was so much weird. from the Robert part. It just seemed like. Oh, let me crotch Shotzi and then let me run in the ring and brawl with, with Rhea so yeah. I can get to the apron spot. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah. but basically after the power bombs, Shotzi yeah. recoups and she hits the senton anyway. Yeah. And, uh, you know the faces win. Um, I mean, I guess I guess uh, Aaliyah was in seemingly a, a coma because she was there forever. Yes, yeah, she was. And, and, and but I mean the riptide. Like that's what I'm saying. Like my in my opinion. Leah can't take the riptide alone, or, or like she can't kick out of that. So when you hit that and then you see Shotzi going up top, I get why Stone was like, "Oh, I need to stop this." <laughs> that's true. You know what I mean? Okay, that's but, true. But yeah. you know, but because let's be Mercedes is the strongest one of that investment. But uh, right mean, before the yeah. uh, main event, we do get a preview of. And I'll get to this in a second, like after we do our. our uh, uh, what is it? Our predictions and stuff, but we get a preview of Keith Lee defending his title against Karrion Cross. Uh, the only thing really to note is the audible, which is um, uh, Karrion saying, "Each day, a man attempts to climb the mountain, but only when he reaches the top, he can see he's been climbing a volcano, a volcano waiting to erupt." TikTok, Mr. Lee. That was about it. It was good action. It was produced, but it, it was, was produced really yeah, well as yeah, far but, as the look. Yeah, yeah, but I would I would have liked to see that too. Like you could have just saved that for takeover, and it would have been cooler to. I mean, I get you need to sell his eyes. You know, with the flame thing, which I mean, I'm telling you, man, they that made, thing barely hit it. his face, and everyone's been talking no, about it. No, they 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 made it look better. Like they 
when you look at how they've built this in, in real life versus what it looks like in the trailer, it's a bad movie. Yeah, definitely. But uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll, but he's talented, though. He's he's talented. <laughs> but he's talented. But uh, no. Fly, but th- this right here, we get uh, we get to the main event, yeah, and yeah. um, there's a lot to say about it. But I'll try to get through as much as I can before we start getting pissed off. Finn Balor versus uh, Velveteen Dream. This is the second chance matchup to be a qualifier into you know, the last qualifier, I should say, for the uh, ladder match for the vacant North American title. Uh, it starts with the exchange of like map-based offense. Uh, Finn kind of uh, gets the better of it. He counters Dream's sunset flip, rolls back like he's going to hit the stomp, but it just does the shooter fingers. Dreamer kind of returns the favor. He hits the Thes press and then mockingly does the two-sweet. By the uh, way, didn't, saying, didn't he come out... Did, was he trying to come out looking like a little like macho? He's yeah, that's why he said Wolfpack yeah, is in the house. Yeah, I was and then like, he howls. Yeah, I was just yeah. gonna say that. I guess oh, I'm that, sorry. that was like the purpose of him wearing the red and all that stuff. Which I I don't know, man. I just he he's may, not, maybe yeah, I'm just kind of like, hey, bro, shut up. It I don't hit care. Different. It don't matter what you wear. <laughs> You've worn anything and and everything under the sun. And that's hit better than that. Like I, I'm just not. I'm disappointed with you right now. I yeah, it, it it just again it hit different when yeah. you, when you when other facts it come into play. It's different when I'm, you got accusations. Like, like, like no lie. Like when I was and that's the reason before we went on, I was asking you the name of the ref that ref this match because the whole time, bro, the way he was looking at at Velveteen, it was like he was like disgusted. Yo, this nigga did it. Yeah, like hundred percent. Like that's that's how he, like I'm I'm looking at the way he's looking at Finn and Finn keeping it professional. But there was times where I, I was like gonna say yeah, yeah. Like Velveteen was kind of like you could tell because he was doing the ten the ten punch, mm-hmm. and then you even hear him. Where's my count? Yeah, I'm like, I mean he was healing man. it up. You know what I mean? But I think I like, it, it, it's it's kind of he did a good job in the wake of of getting. No reaction, even if he is a heel, but he did a good job filling in the spaces. But everyone knows why, you know. But anyway, yeah. uh, at some point, Dream does nail the uh, that springboard double axe he does, and then he follows yeah. up with that savage style hair pull hangman. Um, the only reason I brought that up is because when he, the way he lands, he lands in between the ladders, and you can tell it wasn't planned, but he looks up, happens to be right underneath the hanging North American title. And uh, I only say this because this would bring out Grimes, who basically says how he Dream is looking out, uh, looking at something that belongs to him, uh, and he audibly says other stuff. But he basically opts to stay and watch the match, and it's kind of funny the way he does it because the ref definitely nah. doesn't want him there. But he climbs up one of these ladders that we had mentioned that was there, you know, earlier from, from the earlier, yeah. yeah. And he's holding; it's like he's trying on the title on the shoulder, like you know, while he watches on, and you know, it gets to a point where Dream even gets a little distracted by him. But um, at one point, Dream is thrown outside and lands near that ladder, and then Finn starts climbing because he's like kind of sick of Grimes well, I was being a say, spectator. It seemed like more like he was there to target Finn and take Finn's mind out the game because I mean, he doesn't have any business with Velveteen, but he definitely beat Finn. You know That's, what I mean? So, well, if that's true, well, if you think that's about how it, commentary Cameron was trying to push the, it. But Cameron did, he didn't beat Velveteen, but he won that triple threat match, if you think about it. That's true. So I don't know. He, it, technically, he didn't. I mean, they said he has a win over both guys, but it's tainted with somebody, you know, yeah, he wasn't in pinned. And stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because if he was, he wouldn't be in the match. Well, he did or, beat with Finn, Finn to begin but with. He beat Finn, I think, with a with like I think. Danny oh no, yeah, coming in. Yeah, so. I'm talking more about the triple threat. Yeah, yeah. oh, got you. But uh, yeah, so basically, uh, at some point, Finn starts climbing, and and Grimes is kind of intimidated, but Dream he does like this flapjack from the ladder to the apron that looked kind of impressive. Yeah, that was pretty. Um, that's pretty good. I thought he was. Mm-hmm. But no, he he uh, he protected him pretty well. Yeah, and we talked about this like counter flurry. Basically, Dream goes to the Rainmaker DDT, but then Finn counters and goes for the inver- like I would say the inverted Bloody Sunday. Then Dream counters bloody. that, and then he goes for the, the real Bloody Sunday, Sunday. But then Dream picks him up to attempt the Dream Valley Driver, and then Finn finally 
comes over on the on the back end and hits the uh, eye of the hurricane. It was it was a hell of a sequence. Yeah, it definitely was. Uh, Finn does go up for coup de gras, but he gets distracted by Grimes long enough for Dream to hit a superplex. And at this point, Gargano is like. I don't. He's, he's he comes out. He's bothered by you know Grimes's involvement or just kind of overwhelming his stay, and he pushes the ladder with Grimes on top, which he falls into the ring. But as and he falls, knocks, he knocks yeah. out the referee, and that's, that's when what, it gets hokey for me. No, I had enough. When, like as soon as Gar- I'm like, why do we have Gargano now? I'm like, come on, yeah. like, why, like I'm like, dude, there's ramifications on this match. Like, like I look, I get, I get the whole. You know, melee, calamity, bedlam, angle to hype up the match before, yep. you know, but this is not the match you do that. I mean, do that post-match. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Which I, they still kind of did, but it was just, it was kind of weird that why they would let so much of this play out when this is a match that has ramifications. It, it just, you know what I mean? You know, like, and, and I had a thought as to why, but the finish didn't match my thought, and I, I'll get there. But, yeah, because when they knocked out the ref, I was like, all right, this is going a little too far. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I little Gar- did I know. Yeah, because uh, for real, because once Gargano came in, I said, okay, well, now the door's wide open but Finn uh, so because Cameron's basically falls in and he he, sees, he gets to his feet sees he's in the middle of this match uh, Finn hits a jumping uh, foot stomp uh, and then uh, he gets a famouser uh, from Dream but then uh, Finn quickly turns and hits the sling blade he goes for the shotgun drop kick uh, but runs right into a super kick from Dream so yeah. I, I wasn't mad at that but then both men are down which is just the you know time for the next spot because then Gargano he grabs the North American title now and he starts walking off towards the ramp but Bronson Reed shows up and blocks his path so Gargano starts backing away he slides back into the ring and basically backs right into Damian Priest who really came out of nowhere uh, and then he basically finds himself trapped between the two big guys the Thick Boy and the Damian Priest uh, he tries to hit Priest with the belt but he eats a stiff ass forearm for his trouble yeah, instead uh, then well, Priest, which I was like was this taped the same episode because I don't know if yeah I was Worried. Like, God damn. I was worried <laughs> about that. Yeah, man. But Priest, well, he picks up the North uh, North American title. He looks at it, then he throws it at uh, at Reed, and then hits him with a roundhouse kick. Uh, then Priest runs to the ropes to do something, but Dream hits him with a super kick, and then Reed I hits he, he a clo- cactus no. clothesline. And I was proud. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I was proud for Moro yeah. for calling that. You know, which sends him um, both men outside. At this point, Dream picks up the belt now, and he starts posing, but Balor sends him to the floor and then turns around and hits a tope on Hilo. Uh, almost Priest immediately, too. And on like, Reed. Wow. Yeah, definitely. And then the one guy that I knew was going to come out from Which, last no, no, week. This is the only one that's warranted, bro. Yeah, it was Timothy Thatcher. God. He comes out now, attacks Finn from behind, while the ref is still down, by the way, from all this stuff. And don't get me wrong, if Cameron like did a crossbody or a back elbow off that ladder, I could believe it, but he didn't really touch the ref that much for him to be down that long but uh i mean the he, ref he is, is coming from a height though so i don't know very true but the ref is still down and uh so he throws him back into the ring where dream hits him with the dream valley driver follows up with the purple rainmaker for the win i was really the, surprised that they uh, had him win this i thought so too it would make him the fifth and final uh competitor in this uh ladder match to claim the uh vacant north american title and uh you know post-match Dream celebration gets cut off short with a super kick by Gargano. Gargano picks up the strap. He gives it a kiss, and he gets super kicked by Grimes. Then Grimes picks up the belt, and then he gets choke slammed out of his boots by Priest. Reed yeah, clotheslines does. Priest out of nowhere and then catches Dream with a Death Valley driver of his own. Uh, and then he finally picks up the strap for himself. 
uh, raises it over his head, stands tall, while the camera basically shows a trail of bodies all over the place. Because that's what you got to get used to, the human demolition derby that is the ladder match, well, multi-man ladder match. Well, you know? I, I, and I that's just, the end of the, the show. The, there were, there's another reason they, they went off with this shot, most definitely, because they had to make sure they go off the air with Bronson on the screen, give yep. him all the fight, all the light and glory, as yep. opposed to drawing attention that they not only have brought back Dream, but is, you know, amid those still the open allegations or whatnot. Yep. But they're also, quote-unquote, rewarding him. But they found nothing. Uh-uh. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh-uh. Is that, is that uh-huh? Is that uh-huh? No, I think I can help you with the pan-pam situation. You know, it's That's just, what that is. But, yeah, you know, uh, from this, you know, we did get, uh, you know, a few new matches added to the TakeOver 30 card. So, yeah, well, um, I don't know if it was new. I mean, we, well, we, we, we got the final we saw entrance. These, we saw, well, I was going to say that we had the also the, the grudge match that got added uh, so to speak, between Ballard and Timothy Thatcher as well. Yeah, that was a late addition, you're right, as well as, uh, like, and we did mention the number one contendership for the tag titles, the triple threat, three-way, you know, Brazongo, uh, Brit Ambrawlers, and uh, uh, I'm just going to call them LDF. LDF. Yeah, that's I call them LDF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I abbreviate them sure. on my notes, you know what too. I mean? So they're, they're in there, but they're on the pre-show. But, yeah, yeah you're right. Still. We do have uh, Adam Cole going against uh, Pat Mack. And, yeah, uh, of Pat McAfee. EO uh, defending against Dakota Kai. Uh, Dak Kai. <laughs> we got Dak Kai. We got uh, and, uh, the, the, Lee. Yep. Defending against Keely. Care Cry. No. Care and Cry. Care Care Cross. Trifity. Trifity. But yeah, I mean, I mean, want to get into some uh, predictions? On yeah, we some? might as well. I mean, um, I, uh, I mean, I guess we can start with a tag match. Uh, triple Threat. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm I'm gonna assume um, maybe. Legato del Fantasma, but only because it's something new. I think we've seen Brit Ambrawlers challenge Imperium unsuccessfully. We saw Brazongo challenge Imperium unsuccessfully. Neither guys I really want to see tag champions. I mean, I was hoping Imperium would have more competition when they dropped the belts to them. Uh, you know, Riddle and, and, and uh, Thatcher slash not done. <laughs> but... I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, I miss Pete L- Dunne, LDF. Dude. Yeah, dude, it's weird having him in my in my universe, and it's like, God, him where are you? Would be great right now. Yeah, where? <laughs> it's just or like, him versus Priest, or you know, whoever. But uh, um, yeah, I'm gonna go LDF. On I'm, that I'm actually. Uh, I was thinking this might be Oni and Danny's night again, only because I feel like Brazongo and LDF they're not done. I feel like very true. their inability to not be done with each other may cost them both the match. That's true, and you know what? Because I mean, they they hurt. I mean, they you know I put like this Fandango or I'm sorry, well Fandango yeah, because he was the main target, but Brizongo as a whole, they're looking to get some kind of comeuppance against these guys. I mean, I know they're arguably the veterans in this situation, but they hurt his arm. I mean, you know, they try to kidnap him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Uh, I would think that maybe there's a little bit more that they're gonna play on this, especially it seems like they're slow cooking or slow building at the same time as far as uh uh the legitimacy and 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 just the stock of this this crew this this new stable between them uh, as far as uh, LDF but I don't know I, I, I'm just gonna go for my my Britain brawlers Mike check one two and I will say this like LDF is still my vote but with your logic I mean in terms of your vote logically I think only just did the job Birch did the job so. Maybe maybe they got something good on the horizon for them. You know what I mean? For, I uh, think also Cross who, and that triple threat, who you know? I'd rather see face each other. I mean, I don't know if, uh, how I'd see LDF. They're kind of small compared to Imperium a little bit. Yeah, And, I'm, and I'm not that guy that does the small. I'm not Pat McAfee, okay? <laughs> I'm not that guy. But hey, Might yeah. as well get to that match. What do you, what do you think, man? I mean, I'm going with, with, with Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole. So here's the thing is a lot of people think either there's going to be a no finish or – 
so they, a lot of people think maybe Retribution they, will they, show up. I was thinking they, they haven't showed up on NXT yet. Yeah, I was thinking that as well, but I also think it's glaring. It's like we are in the same building as the other shows, but only are here on Mondays and Fridays. Like that's what, and it's like, but they're in the same building, but we just skip Wednesday nights. Exactly. Like, or yeah. but but then again, they're probably walking amongst them, right? So who knows? Oh yeah, if they're yeah, if they if that could be the glaring if they're not attacking NXT, it's because they are NXT. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what I was so, thinking. But yeah. I will say Adam Cole for sure. That's the my vote. You know? That's your vote as well. Um, but. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be a protected finish because, I mean, if Pat can go and proves that he can lose gracefully, I don't know, gracefully will be the word because he's got a big mouth. No, but, he, he just got called you know a bitch in front of his homies on yeah. TV. So, yeah, he, he's capable. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, in front of his boys, too. Yeah, very true. I mean, but um, they was there. I, I'm hoping it'll be a good <laughs> ma- entertaining match, though, but I am going to go Adam I would. Th- I think so. I mean, it, it, I, I put like this. I don't know if we're gonna see a Panama sunrise <laughs> on Pat McAfee, but I could definitely see him shutting him up with the with the last shot. Um, That'd be so awesome. Be because I mean, I don't know. He, he ain't gonna be able to get him up in that Ishigaroshi. Yeah, very true. So it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a different kind. It's like when we had to watch Undisputed versus uh, Imperium, and there was like Adam Cole trying to chop down Walter. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that Pat McAfee is Walter in any form, but he's that significantly bigger than him. Yeah, it, it's just yeah, you know, it's one of those things where I don't think he's got I mean, he's got more mass for sure. But and height, it, yeah, it'll obviously. be interesting to see what happens. But um, yeah, um, we also have uh, the five way. I mean, yeah, yeah, we should match. definitely get on that. So um, it's tough because I, I'll put it this way: even though Velveteen's in there, I do want to make two l- picks. I think that the, I think we should allow two picks. But I will say this: like probably a lead and a dark horse, like we used to do. Um, what I will say is I do like the lineup because you got three hungry guys who have never held gold ever, and then you got two guys who are looking to be a two-time champion. Yep. And so you got two vets and three hungry guys, but I don't want to call Priest a young bull, you know what I'm saying, or Grimes. They've they've respectively been on their grind. You know a lot I mean? longer than Velveteen, yeah. so Velveteen's not really a vet. Yeah. He's that, only 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NXT vet, I, I guess yeah, yeah, that's the best true. way I could put it. Homegrown but, talent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then Reed, I don't know much more than what they've been showing me in his vignettes. But um, I, I will say this. Uh, my vote, it's weird. Like, I just don't believe it's going to be Reed. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I don't think he's ready yet. But and, and he's I, close. Yeah. And so to He needs me, a feud first. I, I, I feel like my lead pick is... Cameron Grimes and my dark horse I think I'm stuck between Gargano and Priest it's funny because my my uh my pick is is Cameron Grimes and my dark horse is Damian Priest for sure yeah, so, and it's tough but, because I, I don't I'm not against Priest holding some gold but I also I'm like all right Gargano like you're not getting close to Kevin and and, and oh, no, I'm sorry shoot name you're not getting close to Karrion and Keith right now that's got at least another month, I would say, right? So if you're going to make good on your statement, like, I'm not against that. So I, to me, that's why I think Gargano has a good chance of, of winning. So you know I'm going Cameron Grimes with Shit. Gargano as my dark horse. You know what? I'm going Cameron Grimes, but I don't know if I, I may change up my dark horse because now I see I, – I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm booking my own logic here. I said that, you know, I love Bronson Reed, obviously Jonah Rock. I mm-hmm. can't stop calling him that every time I'm on the, the show, but – I don't see anything that lets me know that he's the next in line to be the one to carry that the the, the legacy of that belt as as uh, recent as it is. Yeah, but like I said, I think he's maybe one big feud away from making himself in that contention. Mm. But then I'm thinking, what would be a better feud for him? I'm thinking him 
feuding with Damian Priest. Maybe they're the reason they take each other out. They both aren't the reasons they they walk away with the title. I was thinking that too because I mean they're the they're the only guys from the match I think who have had a match prior. Yeah. To the ladder match because they, of they had chest like, bumping and yeah, I was gonna say they had, know, they've like, kind of had their own kind of side story blooming. Mm-hmm. So I think it may be smart for me to maybe go with. Uh, because I don't like Velveteen Dreams. I mean, and they, it's not I that mean, I don't like him. That's what. The, and man, the first match didn't end decisively. I mean, yeah, he got that jackknife pin, but it wasn't like a dead to rights. You, you know what I mean? So, no, yeah. so there's definitely some some, some uh, gas for, in the tank. Yeah. But I think a, a title would make it worth watching again too. You know what I mean? So you know, I, I'm, I'm going to keep my pick because my real, my real pick is Cameron. Mm-hmm. And my, my dark pick is going to still be Damian. But I'm, I'm still also throwing an extra prediction there of, is, as far as Bronson and Damian is involved as far as – Gotcha. Oh, in terms of action. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we might see a little bit of that. I, I mean, I'm just going to predict Bronson's hitting – I call it – he calls it the tsunami. Oh, the tsunami But I, I call it the, the, thick boy, the thick boy splash from the ladder is what like I'm thinking. Shawn Michaels status? Yeah, that's what, I'm th- that's what I'm thinking. Exactly. Because when he said the boyhood dream and he called it the thick boyhood dream, yeah, I'm they're, thinking they're I could really see sure. that. Yeah, and you so. got Shawn Michaels producing? Come on. Now. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was going uh, to do the Finn match because yeah, the yeah. last two are title matches. Yeah, exactly. So Finn Balor, uh, it was confirmed earlier today, he will be uh, going against Timothy Thatcher. I'm going to go with Thatcher on this one. Um, Finn can live through this loss. Um, I can. think I, I think there's uh, life to a multi-match, um, you know, type of uh, program here. Uh, two different, vastly different styles, but I say hell yes. You know, Finn's the most aggressive he's been in a while. Thatcher is one of the most aggressive guys we got in his technical prowess and his approach to in-ring anything. Um, I like it. You know what I mean? And and so I, I'm going to go with Thatcher, though, because he hasn't had as much to sink his teeth into. But, uh, you know, after Riddle, after the, the qualifier, like I think he's had these vignettes, but they're only going to, you know, carry him so long to the next thing. So I like this a lot. I'm going to go with Thatcher. I'm going to go with Finn Balor just to make it interesting. I mean, I do agree with you that he can take the loss. I mean, he's taken quite a few. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess I, for me, I'm just uh, I'm over. Like Finn, he gasses me up, bro. He puts the battery in my back as a fan. That I, I believe everything he says. Mm-hmm. With him coming back to NXT and the way he did it, the way they executed the move back to NXT and his reasoning and the way he does his promos now, and there's there, there's a method to his madness and him trying to regain that 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 notoriety again that he you know once built up being yeah. quote unquote the face of NXT for almost two years. I like I, I want to see that again. I want to yeah. see him you know, be in those in these title hunts. So that's why I kind of broke my heart that they decided to go with Finn over Velveteen. Does it make sense? Granted how they, they, they planted the seeds between him and Thatcher. Absolutely, but I mean we talked about it last week. We did. You know it's just you know But I didn't I also didn't I don't know. You you think Loomis might get might pop up? I was thinking that as well. I was thinking maybe at the very end, like because I tell you what, if Velveteen wins, which I think would be irresponsible, oh, they need him to have versus that, yeah. Dexter on opposite sides now would be good. Would that, be a yeah. really cool program and a really cool person to, you know, just appear at the end. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. But and I agree with you because I was heartbroken that Balor didn't qualify. But then it was like it took me a while to get used to the idea that Balor would want to be the North American champion. When I feel like, bro, you haven't got back your your title when yeah, you actual, first, yeah. you know what I mean? So I've been waiting on that type of deal. So, But at the same time, getting that North American title would be the only thing that eluded him because it started after he left, you know? So 
But uh, I digress. Uh, speaking of titles, we do have the women's title match. Io Shirai defending against Dakota Kai. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think we're all with the resounding Dakota Kai vote. over, Or not all. I know me and you, but I don't know what Mark has sent in just no, yet. No, I'm not. I'm not going for Dakota Kai. Uh, I'm going for Dakota Kai. I mean, I'm not against it, but. Um, but I do wish, like we said, that Raquel would have been revealed Saturday and that was the catalyst for helping her because then you have a story for EO to try to get it back. It wasn't a clean loss, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, that promo made it clear that she's like, I'm I'm not pressed, you know yeah. what I mean, as far as you being my challenge. Like, I'm, I'm looking past you already. Yeah. So it was good booking, but um, I don't I don't think – I feel like EO hasn't really had a challenge yet, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, she beat Rhea. Which was, I mean, which that that, that, triple threat. that was the challenge, you know what I mean? But that was, like, yeah, my bad. That was a triple threat. So she, t- yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, I feel like she, I feel like she has more. There's more women I'd like to see her mix it up with. Yeah, like maybe Mia Yim. I don't know why, but I, not, I mean, I'm not against it either. I mean, I would like to see probably her and Shotzi. Mm-hmm. Um, her and Mercedes for sure. I would love to see her and Mercedes uh, Mar- Martinez at one point. Well, I think that would be great. Uh, can't I mean. I'm not against Candice. It's just weird that, that they when they finally like pull the trigger on her at this pixie nightmare thing or whatever they're doing. Yeah, and see, you know, because I'm not a big fan of how they do their their promos. That's that's just yeah. what it is for me. And I will say this, like, because I forgot to bring it up in the in the review. There was a point where Tegan Knox had talked about, oh, my friendship with Candice, and I hope we could be like old times and talk over a glass of wine. But it was one thing she said was, I've been friends with Candice for a while, so what she said hurt, and it's just like. So what did you think was going to happen when she first started beefing with me and and you were delivering a no pizza box, an empty pizza box? <laughs> empty pizza like, like you could, getting, like, Inserting yourself into the mix. Yeah, yeah. It's like you weren't thinking about it then. That's what you made know, me. I, that that it wasn't, make no sense. It wasn't worth bringing up because of, again, the yeah. hypocrisy of it already. You know, yeah. Well, like, you know what it was? Uh, is we started talking about potential people because I wouldn't be mad at Tegan versus EO um, either. You know what I mean? But who knows? But so you're going for uh, EO? I am going for EO, yes. Gotcha. All right. And, and uh, the main event of the night. Keith Keith Lee. Yeah. And Karrion Cross, NXT Championship. Mm-hmm. I see Mia Yim showing up at some point. I do, too. Um, that's her man. Mm-hmm. I mean, they obviously made it a point, an effort uh, more so to show that they are a – what's the – a tandem together. Yeah. Um, After the fireball incident. So, what woman wouldn't want – a little bit of revenge. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised we didn't see a Twitch uh, video of her <laughs> rolling up on <laughs> yeah. Scarlet. You know for real. I mean? um, but, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm going for Keith Lee. I think it's just too early for Cross. Yeah. But I think this is a necessary challenge for Keith. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. It's I kinda, not going to be easy. Yeah, it won't. And, and, and I don't know if they've ever faced each other before, actually. I don't I don't believe so. I've never seen it in tape or anything, but what I'll say is this. It's going to be a good match. I do think it's early for Keith Lee to drop it. Um, I think it's too early for Karrion Cross to win it. Um, I almost wish that he maybe would have done the Dijakovic match or another match with someone big like that at this a, at week a, or at, last at, week. Oh, okay, I see. At least you, you have his competition growing as he gets closer to the big match because in that way, if it is Cross's loss, first loss, it's like legit, you know what I mean? It's okay. That gives Lee some momentum because he was the first one, the first obstacle to put, you know, a uh, cross on his ass, basically um, something no one else has been able to do and, or survive. Like that's what I'm thinking too, is 
he is this going to be the the age old Bret Hart uh, reversal from the from the cross jacket? You know, what I mean, climbing uh, up, scaling up the uh, corner, rolling over. You got to like, admit that's a lot of weight coming down. You didn't beat me; somebody. I beat myself. That yeah, old like adage. is he? Yeah, yeah, I wonder if Lee's gonna survive rather than win, or if, like you said, Cross defeats himself because maybe they go for the fireball again, and then maybe like uh, Keith gets out the way and it hits him on. You know I mean, like I, I could see it being something where it gets heavily blamed on a circumstance rather than it being Cross like was an not outright the, defeat. Yeah, 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 that Cross was not the better man. Yeah, so. but, yeah, I can, I can see it not being super definitive. Yeah. Um, much yeah, like we I, were talking about the jackknife situation, the, the jackknife pin with, yeah, uh, with uh, Bronson and, and, and Damian. But you know what? Yeah, uh, so, so you're going for Keith? Keith Lee. Keith so that's, Lee. Two, that's two for Keith Lee. Lock that in, and uh, you know what? Let's uh, let's get into these uh, yeah, SummerSlam. SummerSlam, man. man. We might as well, uh, since we got the the prediction bar rolling. Yeah. Um, I got we, it written down here. You yeah, I got, I got, so I got. Oh, some, okay. Yeah, you know, you know what? You go, and I'll, I'll make sure to take these down because you know we got to post these on on the socials. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's the biggest party of the summer. You know? <laughs> we can't, we can't have go without. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm not gonna go in like the uh, you know how you go down the card. I'm just gonna say how they announced it on Monday. WWE Heavyweight Title Match: Drew McIntyre. He is defending against Randy Orton. This is tough for me because I liked everything that's been going on leading up to this. Um, side note. IWC, Bully Ray, leave HBK alone. No, hey, you know what? I meant to bring that up earlier. I was really, I'm like, what? Because it, it, it got spoiled as much. It got spoiled for me that he had gotten punted. So when I watched it, I was like, wait, why is he up though? I'm like, I mean, at least stay in the corner. Bronco Buster style, but he was like at the. I, I, I don't know. I feel like he didn't get up as fast as everyone thought because I feel like I was watching him while listening to them. Well, well, to catch an RKO and then a punt immediately after, he should have yeah. been out cold. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I'm not saying he like not did moving. a good job. I just I think people kind of over exaggerated a bit. You know what I mean? But I digress. But well, I think Bully match, was when he was like, it's Randy F. and Orton. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, all right, bro, get off. Get, get yeah. lower. You're riding a little tough, bro. You get it, man. You need to open. Yeah. Uh, bust it open. Y'all hiring? Man. Yeah, for y- real. Y'all hiring? I mean, y'all got rid of Renee. Y'all, y'all need a tips. voice? Tips. <laughs> you need me on the <laughs> Bully Ray, this is raw talk. You need me on the bus? Oh, yeah, he's doing a oh, reel right now. It was good. <laughs> but uh, now I'm going to go with, um, feels weird. I'm going to go Drew. But I, I that, feel that's, like Randy that, might take it. See, I'm going for Drew because I think it's too early. I think they want to keep him now, especially now that they're going to be having these these uh, new interactive shows to kind of you know figure out how they're going to work this live crowd. Because I think it's really shitty for a guy to win a championship at WrestleMania, his first WrestleMania main eventing, no live crowd, still doing what he's doing to elevate that championship, it's no live crowd. Well, that's up for interpretation. They're using their own people, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's. I feel like it'd be really shitty for them to take away that that title already without. I mean, we know Randy could carry a championship. That's already been documented fourteen other times, right? Yeah. And I'm not mad because it's been a while since he's had that title. I think the last time was when he screwed over Daniel Bryan, right? Possibly, yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. So I, I'm not mad at the thought, I, the image may, of that, but yeah, it may have even been. Yeah, yeah, you're right because he even defeated. Uh, he defeated John Cena in the TLC match to unify both yeah. belts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, but. I think for me, it's like I could also see at the same time Randy winning just so we can get Drew a, another win back to make him an immediate two-time champion. All-time but, man. Yeah. Um, but I'm not too sure what it's after SummerSlam. It, what, uh, is it – no, in Hell in a Cell is usually what? 
No, yeah, it's, I think it's Hell in you know a Cell, that, right? Yeah. Um, because it would be... Well, the, the, it's Payback. It's the very next oh, weekend. Oh, it's Payback, you're right. Yeah, which is stupid. Yeah, well, yeah, what the... F- so maybe he gets his win back at Payback. I don't... Maybe. Um, I can almost see it where, yeah, Drew wins and then Randy beats him. Because I think Randy's eventually going to get it because clearly on Monday they were in, in, introducing you know Seth as Drew's next, like, opponent. But we all know that Seth probably doesn't need to be near the title right now. No, he... So I, I could see it being, like... Oh, look at, you know, you were trying to be a leader and you couldn't, you know what I mean? Like, I could just see him going after Drew for losing under the pressure or whatever. And I could see, see that. Now, going now I'm going back and forth and I hate to spend so much time I on this. Randy. Oh, now you go, you're going back to no, Randy now. Well, that's what I said. I said, I'm actually going to pick Randy. You act, no, kinda, you actually said Drew, but no, you, may, you may have misspoke. Because I said Drew in the beginning, and then I said I'm gonna go with Randy because I think they introduced Seth as Drew's next project. No, no. See what you said was uh, <laughs> you had, run that back, listeners. No, no. See what I, I'm trying to say to you is mm-hmm. when you had said it, uh, the tone you had used to say it with no, uh-huh. <laughs> it had uh, led me down to the path of uh-huh. uh, allegedly. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> no, I was gonna say like this is my thing. I'm stuck on the fact that I know Ric Flair is playing possum. I know. He I is. was thinking that too. See, we talked so, about so that like, because if he doesn't he show made... up for SummerSlam, then he'll definitely show for Payback. Well, because we we had said, and the reason why we say that is because I think you and me were talking. And I said, you know, technically, the lights went out right when he made contact. Well, they they were flickering a little bit, but they really yeah, they went yeah. out when he made yeah, yeah, you know, and so slap to who, the thigh. Who, yeah, who knows? Yeah, exactly. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, and I think we said, you know, hey man, I'm gonna say some stuff. I gotta make it real, you know. And so it's not it's not. Lay it, it on me. It's not beyond a heel to go that far, but we'll see. But I'm going to go Randy Orton. I'll go Drew, and I double that up with a firm prediction that we'll get him a rematch at Payback with uh, yeah. with Ric Flair low-blowing uh, probably something. But uh, we got universal title match as well. Braun Strowman is, uh, shaved his head, and now he's the monster. What say you about the shaved head? Uh, versus the Fiend. I'm not mad at it. It just seems like there's a double turn going on. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Because what's 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 interesting is, like, until The Fiend laughed last Thursday, he definitely looked like a face. Yeah, and it seemed like he only laughed because it's like, oh, okay, so this is where we're taking it. All right, Braun. You, it, it, but, it's <laughs> also, but it's also like you're doing exactly what I wanted you to do. Yeah, you're That's playing, you're playing it, right into, into my hands, yeah. right? But, um, yeah, it just seemed like the way he went to slam or gorilla press slam, uh, Alexa. Yeah, that was heel for sure. Yeah, you yeah, know, I mean, and then the it stuff seemed he was like, saying to her, you know, right? And it seemed like when he popped up and they switched places, he wasn't in the ring anymore. It's almost like he was there, like, to make the save. It was weird. No, that's did. No, it, it's that was that was was weird. But then I also have this inkling that the because Alexa had she wasn't off character. She was still being Alexa. Yeah. So I don't. I could still see her being even maybe the heel part of the fiend. It's I was think. I was just but, gonna say. I feel but like either the, way, I, I think. I think we're gonna see a new champion. To be honest, I, that, I, that's that's my. I think so too. I think fiend's gonna win with help from Alexa, and I think Alexa's gonna start flanking the fiend. Alexa, sister, show me the new WWE <laughs> Universal Championship. Right, because let's be honest. Like they've been showing her and Nikki. Their relationship has been strained because Nikki's obsession with wanting to be a solo. Yeah, she had like an apology video and stuff yeah. like that yeah. on her social media. And even that. when she went to go check her, like, hey, are you cool from last week? She didn't really seem receptive because she still wanted to talk about Braun from last Friday. So, I, yeah, I could really see Fiend winning and Alexa rolling with the Fiend uh, sort of long term. It should be wrong. 
Uh, this brings and you said who the fiend as well. I did. Yes. All right. This brings us the come raw. On, come tag. on, fam. <laughs> Speaking of fam, Punch the your raw money, nigga. <laughs> tag team title match: Street Profits, fam, versus Andrade and Angel Garza. I'm gonna go with Angel Garza and, and Andrade because it's Street time, Profits. Right? Yeah, they're not doing nothing. That's with what I it, felt like too. You know, but at the same time, they're not really doing nothing with tag team wrestling that doesn't involve the Profits and the War Raiders. Like kind of doing something, but not doing. You know, it's just weird. Know. He get he getting his game on, fam. You know Man. what I'm saying? Then, then you got uh, War Raiders are, are making their. You know, I heard Ivar is going to debut on Raw Underground next week to avenge the clearly purposeful eye poke by Dolph Ziggler trying but, to re to utilize the Heat Cormier. Uh, oh yeah, hundred percent. What Stepe got for for doing the, but, the Cormier? But it's it's funny though because it's like to me I'm like well there's no rules. So like, why are you gonna get mad? Yeah. <laughs> like, why why are you get like? I, that's the part of the understand is like, you know, he did this whole thing where he ran and like kind of pounced him out yeah. of the ring, and I was just like, okay, but that's still my nigga though. Yeah, <laughs> you don't get it twisted though, man. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna go the same. Andrade and Angel. I mean, because what else have they been freaking working on? Yeah. To, like they they've been working on getting on the same page. I for feel so like long. they've been chipping away at getting these titles. They, they for need a while. they need to get them championships, but they need a freaking name. They Ch- do. Selena needs a name. Like, like she need, like they don't need a name. Zelina's stable needs a name. Latin sensations. Because you can always <laughs> trade trade them out if you need to or exactly. You know. Um, but um, I'd say the next one we got was I got the hair versus hair match. I was gonna say you know straight up this is actually a pretty good card. I was gonna say too when Mandy challenged her to a hair versus hair match, which I did not see, to be honest, which I, I clearly she, I could have seen. She had her hair crumbs. chopped a little bit low. Yeah, low. yeah, and, and I did see that whole deal, you know, job. how she did that. Yeah. But I, I, for some reason, I didn't even think that would lead to that. So I'm not mad at it. I think this is a cool match. It's been, um, it's been a while since we had, what, since probably, what, Vince McMahon and mm-hmm. and Trump? <laughs> I would say probably a hair, yeah, a legit hair versus hair match. I don't know who's winning this because I feel like with Mandy getting her hair cut recently, she deserves to get the win back. But I feel like Sonya probably needs to win more than Mandy because Mandy doesn't have to, I feel like she doesn't have to wrestle, like, for a couple months and she's still going to get the pop. You know what I mean? Like, and. Mandy. And it's just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you that, know that, that's mean? what they love. They, they love. I don't know why they love her song so much. Just, I'm gonna go Sonya Deville because if Man, if Mandy already cut her hair once, I'm going for I'm going for Mandy because mm-hmm. I think Sonya Deville. And I'm not trying to be a dick when I say this. It's like she just she can maneuver with a short haircut. With short haircut, I feel like both of them could. But I I hear you. I think Sonya could probably make it work more. But that takes away the hair up, square up thing. If you think about it, so <laughs> hair off, square hair off, haircut, hair off, square no, off, haircut, square. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I was gonna say haircut, square up, but now hair off, square go. off. Oh man, t-shirts uh, coming soon. But yeah, yeah. Uh, this takes me to the United States title match, uh, and it's important to know Lashley and Shelton are banned from ringside after Apollo uh, beat somebody. I can't remember what it I was. I think it was Shelton. Yeah, there you go. So, but uh, yeah, man, uh, Apollo Cruz defends the from title Big against uh, versus uh, MVP. <laughs> I'm gonna go. MVP, nah, and I'm gonna go with Cedric helping him win it. Oh, mm-hmm. well, you know, I don't know. This is the thing though, because he he, I don't see that because he beat mm-hmm. uh, Shelton to 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 steal the title from. But him. Shelton got him back. Yeah, so like, why would? But see, that's the thing. It's like I don't see him helping MVP. 
MVP. He's faced those guys since the last time he offered, and he said it still stands. So no, yeah, yeah. I, I, I look I, at it as I a Roddy Strong UE situation. He was offered it, said no, stomped all over it, and then it, it might come at the time you least expect it. So I, I'm gonna go MVP with help from Cedric or a new member. We'll say. Ah, ah, very good. Very good. A- ancient MVP secret. Yeah, <laughs> I heard business. Yeah. Um, I'm going Apollo, and I just want to say. He's been having a lot of fun cutting his promos, and, mm. I, and I'm, I'm very happy for him. Yeah. He looks very comfortable. I mean, one would say that he probably would have been better off doing that from the jump. I almost um, feel like it's the new song. I feel like he the hears song the song, is bumping, and, right? and he's yeah. just like, Apollo, and he just like, like gets yeah. into it, you know, and, and everything. Is, it's not that. I got a man, whoa, winners. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no. it, it doesn't sound like a angle. Angles like another version of Angles song and like I mean it was like like some Rocky type shit too yeah, like he just yeah, you know it was with the Apollo angle yeah yeah be- so it's very like much, you yeah. know I mean, I mean but yeah uh, I'm sorry to go off script no, here but uh, I'm gonna go for uh, the cruise control man there you go Apollo Apollo and then there we got the uh, only got three more left uh, we got the street fight Dominic Mysterio which you have uh, notified will be going by Prince Mysterio somewhere down the line down the line uh, going and he'll be accompanied by Rey Mysterio in his corner in the street fight against Seth Rollins who of course will have Murphy in his corner um, it's tough because I think Dominic should win um, especially with Ray in the corner especially with it being a street fight but I think there is room for run-ins. I think Joe is going to come in. Lars Sullivan. No, I I was thinking Joe will probably get involved if, like, Austin Theory returns. Though I heard he was secretly suspended since he got accused. Well, there's been – I doubt that because from what I read that the temperature on his situation backstage is no one's even, like, mentioning See, but that's the thing is because no one knew he was suspended. So uh, people have been like, they thought he was staying home because of COVID. Uh, and so well, well, now that people know, they're like, well, his name ain't been coming up anyway. See, so. I, I heard it where it was like they were instructed not to bring his name up. Oh, I didn't hear that. Oh, okay. uh, but I, I could be misreading. So, yeah, I don't want to. But, yeah. I'm, but, I mean, obviously, for those that don't know, there were some allegations going on there as well. So mm-hmm. I'm sure they're looking into that. But if there's any example to be held, uh, I'd say we see him pretty soon in winning a, a shot in a ladder match, huh? <laughs> hey. Anyways. Well, I wonder, though. With this match, though, part of me can see oh. Joe coming out because maybe AOP returns I was, I was just going to say, I could see that. Like, somebody, because the just the Seth with one follower thing, it's not working. When they got Austin Theory, it, it was great, but then his situation came up, and now it's like right back to, where's AOP? You know, and it, it makes him look a little weak, you know, because of the people he started this with. So, um, I almost feel like there's room for a new member to join and see the light, but then... Uh, and, anyone, and, and and help so anyone that, that catches your eye. Well, I, you know what I think. No, we, oh, I we're, oh, we're gonna see. Uh, we're gonna, we're probably gonna get Alistair coming back. The, I was thinking that as well. Maybe because he he I know he's has a gimmick change that's coming in the works. Really? Apparently. Yeah, that's why he was written what? off. Um, and he's been alluding this stuff on his Instagram. Uh, I was gonna bring it to the show like a couple weeks ago, but a lot of things were kind of more in the forefront yeah, in terms no, of priority. I, I totally. Get but it. Um, I just wonder if if they're if they're gonna book it where Seth wins just so father and son could tag like they've always wanted to, and then they'll give them that victory over Seth and Buddy. I, I don't know. I could see that absolutely at payback, maybe a tag match. Exactly, especially a week later. Come on, Seth, you so, son of a bitch. But I'm going to go Dominic on this one. Are you going Dominic? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go Seth. Dominic to, with outside interference. I'm going to go Seth 
to prompt a future tag team match, possibly. Mm-hmm. Or it could be a six man. Six Somehow, man. maybe if there is a third person that runs in. Well, that's the thing is like because it could be a, a tag match with Samoa Joe as opposed that's to Ray Ray not being cleared because of his eye just yet. But very true. But then again, we could get a whole John Moxley situation where he's like, "Psych, I wasn't blind this whole time. Well, <laughs> I'm <laughs> but, on nothing." But you know what? Though? <laughs> I'm also wondering too if uh, it, it could be a thing where um, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's. I mean, we've talked about Joe wanting to take Dominic on as a young boy. I, you know, I, and I feel like we might be getting it, but not definitely not the way Mark like proposed it. He he wanted to be all heel, and he took his son from Ray when they were having their beef. You know, what I mean that's when it was I, first I, shown on TV. I think Seth is going to win, but I definitely see someone like either Alistair or Samoa Joe getting involved at yeah. some point. Well, uh, we got the last two, and they're both women's title matches for SmackDown and Raw. But sharing, uh, they're both sharing the uh, same opponent. Oscar uh, will challenge against uh, the. Golden role models, uh, Bailey separately, for this, yeah. Yeah, separately. Is this uh, going to be like how they how they did uh, Seth and Sting, and then Seth and and, and John Cena? I, I feel like they are because the way they, I mean, again, the way they announced it is how I wrote it. Oh down. yeah, because the promo, she's like, yeah, I'm gonna tire her out. I'll go first, and then you you could just pick up the scraps after. Yeah, yeah. that's what she said on Raw. Mm-hmm. So it seems seems to be like that, or at least uh, one match before the other. Yeah, I mean, um, I I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm not gonna lie. I think it'd be cool if Oscar won both titles. Because both brands could need her right now, and I think it would make sense. Because then hey, the she following turned it around, week, she? huh? She turned it around, ain't she? She did, yeah. And next week you got payback, and they've already said that the Golden Romiles got to got to defend their tag titles. So I think this could be the start of them losing oh, the all the gold yeah. that's in the Golden Role Models, and then you finally have them blame each other and finally get that whole program that was supposed to happen since the blueprint debuted of oh. Sasha Banks started and and then you know go from there that, that's had, how I feel I just had an epiphany uh, a Matt Hardy epiphany a vision a premonition that was good uh, I have a feeling that if we're, if we're going by your booking here both t- you know ba- both titles mm-hmm. Oscar wins them the little uh, the, the the start of a dis uh, the, the the pretty much the downhill of the golden uh, uh, role models, role models. Mm-hmm. but then you know maybe they have because they never said who they're defending against correct yeah I mean Cause, I, cause, I feel like it's gonna be between Riot Squad or uh, well within Iconics a week, maybe I don't know because I was gonna say they could do something where maybe they challenge oscar because they've been you know hanging a lot on that oh wait oh kari's not here and then if eo does lose her championship they could bring her in to tag in with oscar for you know a little quick spot that would be pretty cool but i to counter that i guess she could still have the title Uh, oh that's true i can see shane is showing up yeah that's very coming strange bedfellows because yeah because you know she's gonna want one of those titles no no see i I think it's i think it's gonna be the hbk all over i think it's gonna be the raw because this is how i feel She's gonna beat Bailey. I remember I said this before. She's gonna beat Bailey, but lose to Sasha. So Sasha keeps hers, mm. and then she still has her belt. But Bailey only has. She's like not, role reversal. She's not. She's not uh, dose dose straps anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so it drives her crazy that she can't be dose straps. Um, and she's jealous of Sasha. Yeah, I mean, and that was one of the. the I had the same she's prediction. Like, a couple. I'm still two belts, banks. Like she could just kind of. Suddenly rub it in where she's like, but I'm not okay. But but I thought because it, she was a double champ before Sasha, right? Yeah, she was. Mm-hmm. So that, that and that's why I think 
I mean, because there's times more than not that we see some seeds being planted where she's like throwing Bailey in in the line of fire or in vice versa, oh, yeah. like you know uh, Bailey's mouth getting Sasha in in, in the trouble and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I'm on this. I'm gonna go. Uh, Sasha retains, you know, and then I'm gonna have Oscar beating Bailey. I'm gonna say Oscar winning both. Um, and to your point, man. I mean, I remember when Oscar won. Uh, well, I don't know if it was Monday, if it was SmackDown, and uh, the role models were in the back, and and Bailey was just like, "Oh well, you know, I didn't have as much to fight for." Like basically said her match to get her to not be uh, number one contender against Sasha like wasn't as important as it was when she beat Oscar. You know what I mean? And it was like the way she said it was like, "So wait, my belt's not as important as your belt?" You know? And they yeah, she didn't get a chance to yeah. yeah, you know, so. But that'll be interesting. But yeah, that is uh, the SummerSlam card, my my good friend. That is it. And, and kin and confidant and and blood relative and commentary partner. But I digress. This has been another excellent episode of the Quincy Jones Show. Once again, I want to thank you guys for choosing us as your form of entertainment to keep yourself uh, keep yourselves busy and uh, while you're stuck inside, I should say. Uh, some of you guys are stuck inside. Some of you guys are trying to go outside, but the the heat's too much. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys are gonna go out for a jog and need that calm. Voice in the buzz of your ear, buzz, buzz. Hit us up. <laughs> Download the Quincy Jones Show, man. You know, we're going to let you guys know how we feel about uh, wrestling, everything that's going on. Uh, not best. only just uh, the, the, best. <laughs> the best. Not only just the news, but exactly, uh, you know, the review and the week, uh, everything that's going on, as much as we can possibly. Uh, but, uh, you know, feel free to follow us on all social media. That is the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram. That is backslash the Quincy Jones Show on Facebook and at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter. Also, feel free to hit us up uh, with the email, the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. If you guys are interested to be on the show for an interview, uh, we're talking local talent. We're talking referees. We're talking sponsors. Whatever mm-hmm. you guys are looking to promote, if it's wrestling related, hit us up, man. We're definitely looking to help you guys with that platform. We got Zoom now. We're mobile as well. We're, we're willing to keep it safe and do whatever we got to do, man. But definitely just get together. Hit us up, the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. Doc, let them know where they can go to get your brand new icon freestyle. Hey, man, you already know what it is. My name is Doc Levin, the hip hop hybrid, the only one in existence in the world of pro wrestling and music that goes for underground and mainstream and everything in between. The Jamaican dream, baby. I'm here to let you know I got a brand new icon freestyle. Yep. You guys might have heard of Icon by Jaden or Jaden Smith, whose mom had an entanglement. But if you don't, want to you know talk about that guy listen to what i gotta say i got wrestling bars for days it's not gonna be on all the usual paths you take to go ahead to get a stream or a download here just go one place soundclick.com backslash doc dash lesnar and while you're there follow my boy quincy jones because he got some fire that came out don't you quincy well, I, I did uh, have a, a you know a little bit of stuff I've been working on, but I actually dropped the video today. Uh, what's popping? What's popping, man? I did a little freestyle. What's popping? I had some time on my hands. I wanted to, again, man. There's a whole lot of stuff that we do on the other side besides the the podcast stuff. We do media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of video projects we like to do, and we like to sink our teeth in creatively. And obviously, with such this uh, standstill in sports and and being able to travel and going mm-hmm. to go see live shows and. I, I've been hungry, man. Board, yeah, man. I, I got it. Yeah. yeah, man. Creatively and hungry, and just that hunger, man. I got to feed it. So yeah, I just took it upon myself, man. I filmed a video, shot it, edited it, man. Right in my freaking yeah. living room, right here, man. Looks that, fun. That, that that literally right in front of where we're podcasting right now. But yeah, I, 
definitely was fun, man. Um, hit us up if you guys are looking to do something yeah, cool check, like that. Check that video out on his Instagram as well. That's it's on the YouTube as well. It's on both uh, mine and the uh, Quincy Jones show. But yeah, you can get a, a, a link for it. It's right in our bio. Yeah. Uh, if you guys, you know, enjoy it, share it, uh, subscribe. Appreciate you guys again. Um, until next week. Well, I mean, I was going to tell them they could find me on Instagram. Oh, oh, yeah. Let them know. Don't just look at his video. Look at me, too. I mean, he's all right. <laughs> no, but you can find him at Quincy Jones Go, of course, or at the Quincy Jones Show. But you can find me at Doc Lesnar or at Doc underscore KJS Pod or both of us at Tower Gang. That's on Instagram. Find your boy on Facebook and Twitter at Facebook.com backslash I'm Doc Lesnar. I'm Doc Lesnar on Twitter as well. I know that sounded weird. Other than that, big weekend for wrestling. We're covering it all. Quincy Jones, what say you? Top guys out. Top guys out. Yeah.